Yeah, just thinking about it now because I'm like, because I, I don't know if it was you that sent the image or I saw it somewhere. So if you, like currently right now, if I bought the house that I'm living at right now, it would take like way longer than 30 years, right? It'd be like valued over at like 700,000 or some shit like that because of the way inflation is. Yeah. Versus like 250,000. What are you talking about? Like, like the value of the house? Yeah. As is what, what you think it'll be in 30 years? Yeah. So like, for example, like now, like if I would have bought the house I'm at now, I would have fucking not been able to afford it. It yeah, would have been like a no. high interest rate. This shit is crazy. But since we got lucky buying in, when, when was it, 2019? Yeah. We got in when we got in, bro. So you guys both jumped in at the same time? Literally, I think within the same month. Within the same month. Oh, and for Julian was more. You in August or July? I got it in September. July. Yeah, I bought August. But for you, August. I remember you felt more pressure because your firstborn was coming. Yeah, we bought the house. We got the key August 4th. And then Nicholas was born August 5th. Literally the day before yeah. he was born. I remember that. I was like sweating for Jules. Like, fuck, I hope they get that shit. Cause that's, yeah. It's a stressful situation, man. Yeah, because we were at the Chino house. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie got pregnant. And I think her mother thinks was like, let's just buy a house and settle in something. And I had no fucking desire to ever buy a house. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, not really. It wasn't like a big priority on my list. I was just like, yeah, whatever. And then she was like, I just started looking at houses. And she'd send me stuff all day to send me freaking links. Like, oh, look at this house. Look at this house. I'm like, eh. Like, just, like, relaxed. I was like, I'm just content. Mm-hmm. Got my fucking pad already and relaxed. I got right. everything I need. And then she sent it to me. And then she's like, just go, please go check this house out. It's the one in Harupa. And then I think we've seen a couple ones before. They're just kind of like, nothing sold me. I was like, eh, yeah, you know, don't want to move. That's just fucking, I hate moving, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I moved so much of my life. It's just like it's it's one of the worst. Once I've been ever, settled yeah. in, dude, I'm like, dude, I'm not doing that shit ever again. Right? Because mm-hmm. once you you're completely done with everything, you're like, how oh, the fuck did anyone do this? <laughs> remember how I used to move? Oh, I remember. I used to be that. an apartment hopper, dude. Everywhere, dude. I, yeah. I visited oh, really? this guy in like four different apartments, like L.A. Yeah. to Ontario to the other Ontario one, the one where we had the pancake on the roof. And it's still yeah. staying the top of the roof. That's just probably still there. <laughs> but this was all uh, way after, huh? After way before the house. And everything. Yeah, yeah, it was after high school, after the military, after... You were just talking about after, everywhere. I was just bouncing around just like I'm doing whatever. This was when Connor was champ champ. Oh, dude. Yeah, this is probably during his run. When he beat Eddie Alvarez, bro, we saw the fight at his apartment. Did we? In New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. We, we did. We did the Which fucking mannequin challenge that, that day. That was that night? That was the night. We did oh the mannequin challenge. Yeah. yeah, and your wife did the, Actually, the, the nuggets. The nuggets from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh, no, she brought those. Those were bomb. That's right. There you go. See? And we're rolling. Oh, that was a clutch-ass meal, huh? That, was that Chick-fil-A clutch. got like 100 nuggets for the boys. Dude, that shit was bomb, man. We're rolling already, man. You want to do the intro, baby? Yeah, hell yeah. So we got a very special guest today for episode 108. We call him Finley with the Mavs jersey. Brooks with the Saints jersey. The Doge King connoisseur from Ontario to Fort Bragg. He don't get it in the morning like Alonzo. He gets it in the morning like Granada. My man, Julian. Welcome <laughs> yeah, to Out of Perception, bro. What a, what welcome, a welcome, freaking baby. intro. Give it to me, baby. Let's say what's up welcome, again. Baby. How was the traffic on the way? Crazy. Coming from San Bernardino. Uh, it was a couple of car accidents. One wreck. This one lady got freaking nailed. Uh, some kind of central. It was just all freaking accordioned up. It was super snatched up. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. And then I was talking about pulling over. I was like, nah, fuck that. I gotta go to the fucking podcast. Later. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I saw them on the phone chatting. I was like, ah, cool. They're yeah, cool. I don't like Norteñas. I don't <laughs> play with that accordion. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, got, you got that fresh cock on your arm, right? Yes, sir. When did you get that done? That piece? I think on my birthday. Some, sometime around my birthday. That's bad. Around nice. August. So, so talk to us. What does the, the cock or the rooster symbolize, man? I think it's just... I, I think it's for me, it's just like a... I think it's a parent-dad thing. It's just a... Running the running the hen house, right? Running the protector the of the hen house. house. Oh, I exactly. Love it. I love All the it. predators come around the house. These freaking roosters don't give a fuck, dude. Looks I, good, man. Yeah. Do you always go to the same dude? No, I've popped around freaking tattoo artists. I think you're a tattoo whore. I'm a tattoo whore. I'm a you're like me. Whore. I'm fucking. <laughs> I stay loyal to the soul. That's it, baby. That's it. I got yeah. four tats from four different people, dog. For real, you too? Yeah. I think wow. I saw something that you said you're gonna go back to Nico Hurtado. I want to go back to. You emailed Rojas. him, right? I emailed him, but he. Didn't email I think him I saw back. something. Oh, he didn't email you back. Nah, but I, I I get the other guy, Carlos Rojas, who's in the same shop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those guys are all huge, dude. They're big. They're like that's probably one of the most famous. Black two shops. Yeah, in like America, I think. Yeah, if you would have gotten a tattoo in from America, Nico Hurtado, I think, honestly, if you got a, a tattoo from Nico Hurtado, you probably would afford your house. <laughs> Doesn't that food charge you think so he's much money? that much? He's probably dude, a guy, G an hour or something. Dude, that guy like tattoos the rock and all those fools. Yeah. His shit is sick. Yeah, his shit is ridiculous. Beautiful. But I did like his old school one he had. Just a old school 1990s little rock. Looked like a... It was no, it was a bull. Oh, sick? Do you remember it? No. It was just a nah. plain plain Jane bull. Just had horns. Maybe the a rock? Little of a of a bull, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember oh, that. Yeah, that's that's that he made. Okay, I no, got the rock. Before the he did the the, the, he the Samoan thing, right? The that tattoo, or was that did the other side? I think he covered it with a big, with like, a better bull. Yeah, like it covers oh, his arm. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, the, 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 the other thing is on the other side. Yeah. One. Good point. Yep. And back to what you're what you were saying, Jules is like I move a lot. And that's what I always admired about you within our friendship because you always had the courage to like step out of your comfort zone and start a trade. Like from the jump, dog. Like I remember as soon as high school ended, he was the first person to sign up to the army. And then in addition to that, I remember you you had that spill with like working for Solar City. The yeah. motherfucker was really putting solar panels right on people's houses. Yeah. And then you went, then you were doing a firefighter. You were being a, the firefighter trait for a little bit. Yeah. Even then, solar, I moved to Berkeley just to do that. Even that much. And then also now you I don't even care, dude. I would risk, it. I risk it for the biscuit. And that, that's what I, that's beautiful. And then now you're a respiratory therapist, right? Yeah. I think I had the pleasure though because I had nothing, you know, just, just me and myself. No tie down, no girlfriend, no nothing. So it's just so easy to leave. I think now. It just feels so much dangerous to do like risky stuff like that. Well, you got a lot of responsibilities now, right? Yeah. Now you got your female. But I, th- your I feel kids. like I should be doing more risky for the biscuit now that I have kids and a wife and whoever to build on and build this legacy. But right then, back, back then, there, I, dude, I, I didn't care, dude. I was taking go move to Berkeley, join the military, do whatever, dude. So that yeah. was, I feel like a crazy time in my life. It's my young 20s. I think yeah, that's everyone sounds, in the 20s kind of just... Well, man, that sounds, sounds freaking like refreshing though and riveting, man. So you've always thought that way when you were younger? Like almost like do whatever? Or like what made you be like, oh, let me jump into the military? I think so. I think it's, I think that's honestly part of like um, middle child shit. Because you got the... I got five brothers, mm-hmm. but two of them uh, grew up in a different household. So it was... I was dead center because it was Ruben... Chris than me, so I grew up in a household of three brothers and my mom's. Okay. So I was dead center, and 
Ruben was always like, I don't know, not favorited, but like, he's just got that energy, like, everyone likes Ruben. And then Chris, he's the baby. Yeah. And I then, can relate to that. Exactly. So he was the baby, so he gets all the, he all the attention, all the love, and yeah. can't do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And for me, just under the radar, I can do whatever I want. That's this guy. So that's, I think that's how, how that works. It's just. Now you break it down, yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I was able to just do whatever I want without like fear of judgment or fear of anything. So I think it's part of the middle child, I think, in me. Okay. Nice. Wow, man. But the thing is you took advantage of him and just went with it, right? Yep. So what made you want to go to the military? That's something. Do you have family members that went into that? Or you were just like, hey, it's an opportunity. I was the first one ever. Okay. First person ever. I've never known. Actually, no, sorry. Apologies. OG, the the man who stepped up and uh, raised me, Rick. Shout out to Rick, bro. He joined the military. Definitely. Wow. And he uh, served in Germany. Wow. I never knew that about yeah, him. Yeah, he beat Hitler, bro. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He, he was, fought in the war? Yeah, he has a picture with him and Hitler. Shut up, bro. <laughs> I was like, he's not that old, bro. He was in Inglorious Bastards? <laughs> nah, that, that dude was in fucking peacetime. He, he was just yeah. hanging out, like he's a mugging and joking. He's coming to check. Catching those GI checks up. Yeah, dude, he said he used to like pay his, because he didn't like staying on base, so he'd pay uh, his rent with a, a carton of Marlboros. What? Yeah, because those freaking... Um, so expensive over there back then. So expensive, and it's uh, import. Okay. And you know, for us... That's just domestic. It's easy to get. A transaction yeah. fee. But over there, dude, Marble Reds, dude, them Cowboy Killers, they the Germans love them. that shit, dude. Them head changers, they've got them head changers. <laughs> so how was it for you, bro, when you were in, because I remember like when you were in in Fort Bragg and then you had to like go fight, right? You you were stationed in Iraq or where were you stationed? Yeah, I did a, a year tour in Baghdad. A year tour in Baghdad, right? And I remember there was moments where we would be able to talk on the phone. Yeah. He would give us a call and then we would just talk for an hour. And yeah. we just talk about all the situations that you would go through and shit. And and so I, I really, called you all overseas? Yeah, I remember you would call you would call me. That was collect too, huh? Nah, I wasn't <laughs> Did I accept these charges? <laughs> no, I, remember, I remember, yeah, like um I would talk to you, Steven would talk to you. Yep. And like with all the shit like you you would go through, man. Can you can you walk us through like your thought process or or the trials and tribulations you went through, you know, being in a in a foreign country, you know, not knowing what's coming, missing your whole family. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty crazy. I think I was, when I deployed, I was like uh, maybe 19 years old. So that was pretty crazy within itself. Like just a 19-year-old yeah. going overseas to freaking Baghdad. That's in myself, like in the situation, not a big deal. But looking back at it, like, now that you have kids and shit, I'm like, dude, I can't imagine my kid that fucking 19 going over there. Yeah. I'd be so pissed having my son doing that shit. But now that I did it and have experience, I don't think I would judge anyone who did it or, like, my kids if they did it. So I think uh, it made me better. It just, I think that's where I got my no fear from, kind of, was once you did that, it was kind of like, uh, not the peak, yeah. It almost was a peak of my life, honestly. I would say Because that so. shit is like history bugs, dude. That's like, I was insane. in there, dude. I remember like the shit you would tell me, bro. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I would do like freaking 17, 18 hour missions back to back for fucking three, 365 days, dude. Wow. 18 hour missions, bro. Yeah, because I, when I signed up, when I first wanted to join the military, I wanted to be, they gave me a couple options. 
And the ones that stood out to me was an interrogator, a combat engineer, and then like fucking on the back burner was like um, Green Beret. Okay. And they're like, ah, no, you can't do it. Only like 1% of people like can pass that. The Green Beret one? Yeah. And hey, I don't know, looking back at it, I would not, I would not be able to pass that class. And that's I don't think I'm like pass. physically or mentally built for that kind of shit. Okay. But, um, some David Goggins shit, huh? Bro, on those kind of people, level. they're crazy, man. I, that's most respect for those people. It's just like a switch you got, huh? I don't like know. Those just, people. They're not they're not made every day. Yeah. Those kind of people. But um and then interrogator, they wanted six years out of my life. Oh, I was all fuck that, dude. I wanna just come in here and leave because what I really want to do was become a firefighter. So I wanna just get this on my resume, do three years, bounce and start playing for that kind of stuff. Okay. So that's why I chose Com Engineer and what they showed me on the video was like, oh, you're going to be building buildings and blowing buildings up at the same time. Okay. And just kind of building stuff. I was like, oh, that's freaking tight. So then I joined up for it and then turned up. I didn't do that shit one time. I was like in just overseas Iraq, um, keeping the roads safe for, um, for those IEDs. I'm sure you guys heard about IEDs. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're roadside. So pretty much I would just, would probably travel like, 30, 40 miles at an idle, just so I can clearing them. Just on, are you on a tank? And, uh, kind of. Clearing what exactly? Like the IEDs, land, the land bombs. Landmines, right? Uh, bombs not really landmines. Landmines, it's like, you know, you step on it. You, yeah. you know the movie, you, you step yeah. on it, you yeah. hear that click, and everyone's like, yeah. It ain't like, like that. You know, those people are like, start crying. They're like, no, Bob. Don't <laughs> it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everyone just fucking runs away and you're. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that, these that's like just fucking it's just dramatic shit. That's no, it's not it's real, but that's like World War Two. We're like in okay. like in twentieth century. Right. Wow. And we're like so we deal with other shit like IED, so pretty much they put like explosives and whatever they can put it in. And to trigger it you get to like pass a, some kind of IR, so like the infrared um beam. Kinda like um Oh okay. Okay. You know you when you try to close your garage door and you cross cross that clicker and then all yeah. of a sudden stops. it stops. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much the same thing. Once you Plus that clicker or that red beam shoots off the, the IED. Wow. So that was my job. And then the worst thing about it was we were in Baghdad. And if you if you think about Baghdad, it's kind of like L.A. And I used to tell people, I used to always tell people, like, it's like L.A., but it feels dirty. Okay. But now I look back at it, bro. I feel like Baghdad looks like L.A. these days. That's so how fucking dirty it is. Bro, I swear to God, like, I just uh, kind of, like, thought about it right now when we're talking. Because I've talked about this in forever. And I've told stories like this in forever. But, um, yeah, dude, it's just like that. So, pretty much, it's all just, like, everyone puts their trash in the streets. Fuck, man. So, like, it's so easy to hide a bomb because there's just so much crap on the road. Just big puddle of water, big trash. It could be anywhere. Dead horses, dead cattle, whatever, just hanging out there. And are the bombs left because they're trying to bomb you guys? Yeah. So what? Okay, so when you're clearing it, are you? You guys are like in the busy streets, in the busy in the middle of the city. Yeah, just and so how do you guys clear it out? How do you guys spot the the bombs? We get trained for it. So there's like intel. Like everyone has their job. So there's like intel. Like people who are like secret squirrels who, this is their job. Like, uh, this is like hundred bombs have gone off, and this is what they're. This is the trend. Like they're hiding it in trunks of cars. Like, if you see a random car parked where it doesn't belong, you you think, like, oh, okay, that's where it's going to be. And that's happened multiple times. It's like, 
you're in your convoy going slow, you see a multiple car, you're like, you hop on the mic, like, oh, you stop, everyone stop, freeze. Shit. And then um, we have a truck, so it would be like six truck of us, you know, some pe- it's all mostly security, and then three of them were meant to uh, disassemble the bomb. So we're like, all right, stop. We have one, a one-man vehicle, go check on it, and then um, it either, we'd be able to pop the trunk with a, kind of like a claw on the, it has like a big swing, Kind of like a bulldozer has okay. a has yeah. a boom you can stuff you can manipulate stuff and you would find stuff like that. Shit! How do you guys spot the infrared? You could see a little window. Oh! So you see like a little window cut out of a car or like a window cut out of a trash like that's perfect. It's the perfect circle. Wow! Stuff like that and then I'm sorry, go ahead. There but other stuff like um styrofoam boxes, styrofoam molds, and you kind of pot you, like for some reason you could spot that out in a trash pile. Okay. And then. Um, a lot of other stuff was like, um, a lot of billboards where they weren't supposed to be, kind of like, not billboards, but like, you know, when people run for city mayor, they have like, yeah, they stick on signs. the grounds. Like, yeah. if you see that out of nowhere, you know, that shit's fucking, for sure gotta be. Fuck. But the worst part is like, when it's election time of the year, they're everywhere, so you're like, fuck, dude. Oh, that's It's be a long ass mission, so it'll turn like, Damn. a 12, 6 hour mission to like, 24, 28 hour mission, because you're just going so slow and just, trying not to leave any stone uncovered, you know? Wow. I could just imagine how much of a brotherhood and trust each and every one of you guys have to have with with one another. Yeah. Like, fuck, dude. Because one, one person just slacks. Is... One person just slacks. I could just imagine. Yeah, it's like the band of brothers, bro. It's like fucking That's love. That's where that bond is built, right? Love, hate, fucking all the emotions within a year. Fuck, yeah, because you're fucking probably hungry, stressed the fuck out, 18 yeah. hours in. Lack of sleep, yeah. just snapping on each other. And, and luckily shit. for me, you know, I'm just a young soldier. I got nothing to worry about. Yeah. But a lot of other people got their fucking wives, kids. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people you hear about all the time, you know, military fucking wives just fucking. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Running movie. through fools. Jarhead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just while they're gone. Damn, and even rough, when you man. see it, when you're, when you're not deployed and yeah. you're just in downtown fucking Fort Bragg. Yeah. And you see these deployed wives just fucking hooking up with people left and right. You're like, damn, bro. Like. Yo, that's some fucked up shit, man. Yeah, dude, I remember one time um, we were at this bar and then um, Jamie earmuffs, but <laughs> we'd take some girls <laughs> home. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And then no, they'd take us to their pad and um, they'd be fucking uh, like family pictures and shit up. I'm like, this is a little suspicious. They're like, oh, you know, we're not together, blah, blah, blah. But you know right a yeah. couple months later you see them together somewhere you're like oh Damn. man this is fucking yeah. dirty bro yeah it's yeah. a whole it's, world out here it's uh it's the ego <laughs> for the women i need that title i need, I need to give me an army woman, man under my under I don't my know. belt <laughs> i mean women just get lonely bro and then yeah too of course, of course they get lonely and then they probably don't even really love these men and yeah. they're just in it for fucking security reasons they got nothing they're probably from the midwest don't got shit going on True. Yeah, I want to guess right? it could be a million and one reasons, right? Where's Fort Bragg at? North uh, Carolina. North Carolina. Oh, is that North Carolina? Uh, so a lot, you were there for all training? Is that where you were? No. I uh, started off at uh, Fort Leonardwood. That was in Missouri. That's where you first went? Yep. That's where you did your all the training and everything? Boot camp? Yeah, I think I left in uh, January, January 3rd. So it was kind of like the dead end of winter. And that shit was so cold, dude. I fucking imagine. Bro, Missouri winter is no joke, bro. That shit's all ice. Dang, man. So the way the process works, like you signed up and immediately they're like, okay, you can take off like in a month or two. Dude, he deployed quick. I remember. He like well, signed up. In, 
Yeah. Kind of towards the middle end of the um, Iraq war. So it was just like anyone, anyone, all hands on deck. So like once you sign papers, you could be gone fucking with Dude, you were there for a year, right? Straight. Where? F at um Baghdad? Yeah, a year. A fucking year straight, bro, in Baghdad. Damn, man. So the first Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving. I did it all over there. Your birthday. Mm-hmm. All that. Wow, man. So the first step was boot camp, but that's where you make you make selection what you wanted to do, or that's after mm-hmm. boot camp. Boot camp. Um, no, before I left. Okay, they make you choose. These I, are the I, options. Yeah, they chose what I wanted. I think Marines—they're the ones who you don't know what you want, or you don't get to choose. Okay. You just go in, and then based on your performance or what the military needs, they choose for you. Got you. But not for me. I just chose. Because you're army, right? Uh-huh. And then. Um, during the deployment, I mean, during my um, basic training, they were like, hey, do you guys want to make an extra 150 bucks? You know, there's more you can do in the military. I was like, hell yeah, 150. That's a lot. Hell yeah, especially mm. as a young man. Minimum wage was like 10 bucks at the time, huh? Like bro, 150 at the time. Hell yeah, bro. And there was a- 150 per week or what was it? Hell no, bro. Per month. Oh, okay, I was just sure. I was bro, like, all the bum. <laughs> what mom you want me to run into, boss? <laughs> What's the wall you want? I'll do it. That's hilarious. They're like, yeah, they're like, you can jump out of airplanes for 150 bucks a month. I was like, hell yeah, you get a free fucking. Really? Yeah. You did that shit? So I did it. I was like, yeah, this yeah. Guy's such a daredevil, I swear. <laughs> How fucking was that? Dude, that was dope. So, like, after you do your um, basic training, most people go home for two weeks because you accrue two weeks of uh, leave. Okay. Or, um, you know, PTO. PTO, they call it nowadays. PTO, huh? it's called these days. <laughs> but uh, in the military, you know, you do your base training, so you accrue two weeks. So most people just go home, hang out their family, then go to their where they're going to be stationed. <laughs> but I wanted to go to that school, so I went to Georgia uh, for Benning. And then I did that jump school for like two to three weeks. And that was cool. It was really fun. It was like, uh, I think you do five jumps there. Three like at um, super high levels, not super high. It's probably like I don't know, like fourteen hundred feet, which isn't. Um, it doesn't sound like high, man. It's not high. It sounds like dangerous. Like skydiving, like, people get... do like ten thousand feet. Yeah, that sounds like fourteen hundred feet. Not much, dude. Did you wear a squirrel suit or the original? Like... No, it's it's really it's really basic skydiving. It's like um, okay, you have your your chute packed, and then you have a. A string attached to that parachute that you hook up to a cable in the airplane. Oh so God. as soon as you jump out, that cable pull yanks out your parachute immediately. Then yeah, immediately you probably free fall for like two seconds. If oh that. shit, it's that quick, huh? Yeah, and then it's it's tight seeing it because you see like um if you see like people do it or like you go like on military grounds where like people do this stuff. Yeah, you see like four planes and then you just see like left or right door so you just see like it's just supposed to a synchronous like one guy goes one guy goes but it's just freaking super fast wow yeah like 60 troops in a in the plane and it's just like once it's like green light goes it's just like doo, 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 doo. and you just see all these parachutes just like gliding down dude wow. it's pretty sick sight to see that's some real sick that's shit pretty yeah hard. so you can just imagine like as an enemy you just see fucking like 50, 60 planes come in, you see just all the shit, like, damn, this battle goes you down. See, you, you see chewing the cock in his farm. He's like, It's a highlight. Yeah, you can see this guy has no fear, bro. Like, to yeah, the point, man. we would hang out, like, every day after high school, like, we would 
We would be like the King Cobra buddies. Like we would go get our King Cobra. <laughs> we thought we were so cool with that shit. We got forty with all the liquors glass, with the glass. At that bottle. time, was it what like four bucks? No, nah, it was a dollar fifty for the mall liquor. Was that yeah, cheap? Yeah, we were broke. Damn. That's why we would drink. And I remember Julian would never lock his fucking mom's door. He's like, Nah, it's cool. They know me. This is Ontario. I'd be like, Julian, you don't need your key. What mom's door? Your mom's door. My house for the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never lock it, dude. He's like, no one's breaking in anyways. <laughs> that's was fucking crazy. Yeah, that's how we lived, kind of. I think because of the quarter sack and I don't know what, but we always left. It's like, always you know, been like that. You know, people will say, oh, Canada, people never lock their doors. It's so nice. Yeah. That's how that's it was. That's where we lived. That's yeah, how Taylor's place was. Yeah, who needs Canada? Fucking <laughs> okay, the Royal Ontario over here. Well, you, you said that. So after the military, is that you think that created like a like more of a fearlessness in you? Because you're like, dude, I did this. Yep. I could have fucking died. I yeah, fucking just make I sure think I pretty much set the president for my my whole freaking you young adult high, oh, young yeah. adulthood. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, but when I got when I first got out of the military, I lost that brotherhood, and I brotherhood was, with them or with, with your them. own brothers? Well, no, so, with them. How so? What do you mean? What happened? It's kind of like you know, in the military, um, they tell you what to do, what to dress, where to be at. And it's like that planned out your whole career. So everything is just set up for you. You have yeah. to follow a schedule. The whole exactly. Time. So then when you get out, you're like, no one tells you what to do. You just got to hit the streets and make shit happen. And then I think I was kind of like, like some kind of like a shock. And I was like, damn, what do I do now? Like, do I just go to school? What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. And it just felt like a crazy, horrible depression. I think um, the whole three three years, I was just like, Boom, 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 go. Don't think about it. Doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah, jumping, like, shooting, getting blown up. And didn't think nothing about it. Yeah. And I think when I hit home, I was like, damn, bro, I can't believe I just went through that. Blah, blah, just crazy. Probably the worst depression I've ever felt. Like, I think I would, like, shelter myself in the room. Yeah. And I wouldn't leave for, like, days. I remember my mom would be, like, so terrified. Like, she'd, like, try to do the best to, like, get me out of the house. And, right. Uh, and then this is, like... Uh, I think like my brother Chris is like having parties left and right at the yeah. house and I'll try to go to him but I'll like I remember at Rick's house would have parties all the time yeah. and yeah. I see like all these like freaking bomb astros just coming out yeah. like I was like and I just look out my mirror just look out uh, from my mom's house yeah. over like, damn bro like they're partying over there I'm like I should get dressed oh. I'm like nah let me just cover up hit the sheets just fucking it was like that for a year wow I never knew that I think we would hang out. We would hang out, but I remember there was a moment where I kind of had an idea what you were kind of going through. And, yeah. and I spoke about it on the podcast with your brother, Chris. And, yeah. and you're right. He would have parties left and right. And, and I remember one time as a joke, because you had your iPad, iPod playing music. Mm-hmm. And I said, Joel, someone took your iPad and iPod. And then immediate from zero to 100, your face turned. You're like, where? Like you're ready to throw, throw fucking blows. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I was like, nah, <laughs> dude, I was just fucking around. I didn't mean it like that. No way, really? And then you turned on him and you're like, what the fuck? No, but... <laughs> no, but it's weird. Put the fuck on his face and you're like, what the Yeah! <laughs> yeah I'm the bro. king of the hen house, bitch! But bro, but bro, yeah, I remember those parties back in the day. Where, bro, bro. Like, with, remember like with... Vod- yeah. Wasn't Vodong Gunpoint one day? He got his truck jacked. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Bro, there was like these toys. Dude, that, what like, happened? I, I remember there's like these shows that. that try to say like charge people to get in and we're like what the fuck this is my boy's house y'all ain't charging us and then like they like ended up 
like Vidal ended up talking shit to them and he like took Vidal's wallet. That was a crazy time, bro. They're that crazy shit, ass fucking parties. Yeah. That's that the time we go for the draft. Yes. Yep. Oh shit. And then, I don't yeah. know if you remember my mom, she grew, or that's Rick's house and my mom's house was like catty corner like um, on the, yeah, right. Yeah, that's where you were staying at. Okay, that's where I live. That's where I grew up. Pretty much both those houses. Yes. Okay, but um, the house, not the house we drafted at. That house, the other house is where we'd have most of the parties at. Okay, the one at your mom's home. house. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so there were some crazy parties, dude. They would have like freaking because um, there used to be some some crips who used to live um, on the street, a couple um, streets down from us, and there we've known them since we were kids, and I think they probably. Moved from LA when we were little, and they moved in there. Mm. And um, but they'd always hang out with us and shit, and they would always fight, and there'd be big ass fights too with just like those kind of cats and some other essays kind of I stuff. Fucking bad. Damn, they would throw down all the time. Yeah, and then we'd have parties like that all the time, dude. That's all we had. Like that shit don't happen these days. I don't uh, think. Like, do you see like party parties? the movie Party uh, X? Yeah. What was it called? Party X. Project oh, yeah. X. That's, that's probably literally that's probably how the last bang. party was in high school, bro. That was probably the last bang of the century, dude. The, the Remember the New Year's parties? New Year's parties? Yeah. Yeah, remember New Year's party? That's what we had, like, shotgun in the middle of the street, fucking scared off people. Weird shit. Crazy. <laughs> you, you remember that? that, man? Yeah, like, they, like, I remember Alfred saying he had to tackle Black Miguel. <laughs> they, like, busted, like, a shotgun shell, like, right next to his ear and shit. Crazy shit, bro. Damn. The parts dude. we would go through. And you, you dodge, <laughs> yeah. you dodge a lot of bullets, man, or do you have to get cracked sometimes? This is when just in, in those parties. In those parties, shoot, no, I think we just threw it, we threw just, down, but we yeah. never dodged, dodged bullets. But we did dodge bullets one time, which was crazy. I'm not sure if you were there. I wasn't there, but I know the person. You remember? To. You remember, yeah. huh? That was crazy. It was, it was on Sultana Street. Yeah, and I think it was Julian's friend, huh? Yeah, he was my coworker. I worked with his mom. He's the one who got who got shot down. He he passed away on his mom's birthday that day. Dude, that was crazy. I remember his name was I Joey. The, I don't remember the vibes of that party. I don't remember what was happening, but I I was bringing my little brother around. I think because was this Chris? was this high school? This was high. This was uh, a year after high school, I believe. I was yeah. working at Albertsons at the time, so it was either probably senior year towards the end. Okay. Yeah, I think that was probably of course like. Uh, I don't know, but I was bringing my little brother around to all these parties, and he's like a seventh grader, and he's just fucking Mr. Cool. Like he's. Like, I remember had, you bringing. Here he has around. like that machismo, like yeah. that machismo. Yeah. So he had that like, from the get go, home. Bro, he was born with it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's um, already like a pretty boy, good looking. Yeah, charming, like you know, he's chill. since like fifth Super grade, cool dude. Guy. All the ladies wanted. Man, you hooked him up with, with your your <laughs> ex's little sister. Oh, um, oh, this is already hooked up with girl. The blue. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> blue. <laughs> Where's Hell Bingo? Yeah. Bing bong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she... Um, but yeah, he was always like... I just bombed around because he was just so cool. I was like, hey, this whole freaking yeah. hang, no problem. Right. And he would. He'd be cooler than me at all these parties. And he like a seventh grade. I'm like a senior. They're all pissed off. Like, everyone's hanging out with him. Man, and Joe's little brother's dope. All, hey, Don't worry. They would say the same shit about Rob, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, bring your brother. You can come and you bring your brother, Ren. Uh, you can only come if you bring your little brother. <laughs> BYOB, bring your brother. <laughs> but anywho... I don't remember that party that much, but I remember like shit was popping off towards the end. I was like, oh shit, Chris, let's bounce. Yeah. And then I remember just a big crowd fucking forming and you just hear like fucking multiple gunshots. And I remember seeing it, some dude just standing right above and just fucking blasting. Yeah, and man. I remember I, I tackled Chris to the floor. Chris, get down. And then we hit behind the car. And then probably like two seconds later, we just got up and booked it and ran. Yeah, dude. And then I remember probably a couple days, probably a day after hearing about it. 
Yeah, bro. That you was, were there at the party too? No, I wasn't at the party, but I, I, I know the guy that passed Jeez. away. So you guys shot at the party, and, huh? Yeah, and I, it was wild because I worked with I worked with his mom. I worked with his mom. That's sad, man. And I and it was sad because he passed away on his mom's birthday. Ugh. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I remember gimmick telling me that, and I was just devastated. Dude, but that's what that's the. But what's wild man. about it? I'm not ready to talk about this yet. But he ran with the crew that was my bully throughout all of high school. No way. Oh, okay. that was his boy. No and that way. Was cool with him. Yep. They, that fool passed away, right? Yep. Damn. That's gonna be a story to tell soon. But yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that, wild yeah. shit, bro. But what's crazy is like that's like the gang life, bro. It's like yeah, they don't give a fuck. Like, they probably never gave up, like, their whole life. They probably didn't have, like, no kind of mentorship or... Yeah. Who do you think if your kid do goes down that, now at the moment. Right? You think if your kid goes into that kind of lifestyle, you'd want to do, like, anything and everything to, like, get them out that kind right, of shit. Right, Maybe yeah. they fucking grew up like that, but... And that's why we bring this up, because um, I was falling into a, a rabbit hole with XX Tentacion. So, yeah. I'm, like... I'm getting to know this guy more. I want to get to know him, because he seems very special. Is that the Dude, like, American this. reality show? No, <laughs> no, oh, that's probably like extreme. It, no, it's all about the rapper, so anyways, right? <laughs> he was on the podcast with your boy, the dude that smashes his wifey on camera. What's her name? The dude, yeah. no jumper, no jumper. Well, he was, he was on, on that podcast, yeah. This was no like way. his first famous podcast. That's yeah, been around forever. That podcast, huh? Yeah, dude. Now it's he, blown he up. did it when yeah, he was like was 18. Before it wasn't that big, now it's huge. So it took like five years. So this, go, this podcast is going to take three more years. What's like Adam twenty uh, right. two? What's the name? Adam, Adam, Adam twenty two. Adam twenty two. And uh, what's that girl's name? Lena the plug. That's his girl's name. Anyways, um, XX Tentacion was talking to him about how his mom was so <coughs> busy that she couldn't raise him, so he had to be raised by his grandma because his mom. Oh, I think I remember no hearing that story. Yeah, and then he said that he would purposely just get into fights because that was the only time his mom would speak to him, like a scream for attention kind of shit. Yeah, and it made me think about, I'm like, fuck. I'm sure a lot of kids without a father in a, in a household that is being raised by grandma or grandpa, and they want to see mom, they're going to provoke kids, yeah. get in fights to see mom, and it makes me think about that. <laughs> like, they're doing I, it for the fucking wrong reasons. That's what yeah. they said Steve-O did. That's why he did all those pranks, because he never saw his mom, and she went to the hospital. No way. Yeah, so he would do all, wow. the, all that fucking... Uh, fucking Steve-O, man. All that shit and get hurt and go to the hospital so we can Just see, to her. see her. That's, That's wild, man. Wild. Yeah. So I guess we're blessed to have fucking good parents. We're blessed, bro. <laughs> yeah, Your mom, dude. Your mom's a fucking strong woman, man. Hell yeah, bro. Hell that yeah, shit man. is. She is. I was grew up around a lot of strong women. She raised five kids. Yep. Five fucking kids. Ruben, Chris, Bill, Rick. Ricky, and you. Mm-hmm. Name them all, bro. There you go. <laughs> that was like a scene like with a honey. When they start naming all the brothers, Mickey Tucker, Mickey Tucker. All right. <laughs> well, I don't want to gloss over what you're talking about. So when you came back, because you were in the military two, three years. How long was your? Uh, three years. Three so years. Three years. Days. And then you were like, because you could have extended, but you're like, nah, I want to just, I'm done with this. Nah, hell, dude. I think mid-deployment, I was like, I'm ready to fucking get out of this shit. Okay. I, was, I knew, well, going into it, remember I told you I wanted to join the fire department. Yes. Yeah. So I already knew this isn't a lifestyle for me. I'm just going to do this to... You know, get up in life. Make and, a means to an end, right? You know, have something to stand on kind of thing. Like, because, you know, you always hear about military has so many benefits when you get out. Right. Blah, blah. Thank God, I, you know, a lot of people who join the military during peacetime, you don't get that much benefits. But for me, I went through shit and yeah. got some medals and everything. So, thank God for, uh, you know, the VA and the government. They be hooking me up, dude. So Good, man. You paid your fucking dues. You did 
way more than was asked, bro. So I'm glad you got that. Man. Yeah, for real. So real when talk. you were like, when your time came up because you got signed up for three years, it's like they they come to you and like, okay, well I'm good, I'm ready to leave. What is it like a retire? Well, not retirement. What is it considered? Just like what are you talking about? When the, leaving the military. When your third year came up, it's like a veteran. Oh, it's like boom, veteran you're out. Or... That's it. Just oh, like, try to be like, hey, you want to the... stick around longer or anything? Oh, they would, but they knew me. They taken. Oh, that's, that's when you could. That's like, not F wing staying in there. You know, gotcha. they're like, oh, you're that cool kid from Cali. They're up on his last. You know, like, grenade. <laughs> you know, we see <laughs> those like. Hilarious, bro. <laughs> you see those bummy ass fools from like Oklahoma or like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, they don't want to go back back home gotcha. to that shit. There's like a dust ball. They got Their life is way better in the military then. Yeah. But also, you could do that thing where you just go for weekends, right? Like once a month. What is that called? Peace Corps. Peace Corps. Okay. Or Cub Scouts. Cub Scouts. Nah. <laughs> but they do that, right? No, yeah, they do the fucking part-timer shit. That's too hard with kids, though, I could imagine. Nah, it's not worth it. I think they pay you like 200 bucks for the month to... You just go for the weekend. To right? donate a weekend like of your life. Oh, and I already worked every other weekend. Yeah. So if I work every other weekend plus one weekend of that, that's three weekends of my life. You're like, yeah, I ain't donating that. No, I already no, sacrificed enough. Like, so then when you, you came back home, it, you said it kind of just hit you like a little after a while, like, what the fuck am I doing? Because everything was organized. Yeah. And you were just like... I mean, I could have made a career out of it. I would have been getting close to retirement in like five years. I would have a full pension and and more in five years. So that's pretty crazy, I think. That's wild. Man. So like 20-something years in, you could retire. 20 years, that's it. Wow. Really? Yeah, 20 years. And then last time where a lot of my people, well, a lot of people I grew up with, all my brothers back in the military, they're sort of doing their time and they're coming close to it. And you look back at it and, you know, I still follow them on Facebook and stuff. And I look at it I'm like, damn, those was really stuck, stuck through with it. Yeah. Uh, and you 19. see their career advancement, you're like, damn, dude, that's dope. That's why, like, every time I see soldiers and whatever, I'm like, most respect. Cause Absolutely. Three man. years, bro, I was, I was checked out. 14 years in now, right? If you I would have been in, it. yeah, I would have been, yeah, 15. I've been getting close to that monthly check. That monthly check. That <laughs> residual. That's your picture, bro. <laughs> look what you did, man. You came through. You did your thing. You got a wife. You got two kids. Two kids, two right? beautiful kids. Yeah. Beautiful a kids. beautiful fucking home, bro. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's good. Home, yeah. I'm, I'm, You're successful, man. I'm thankful. I yeah. wake up thankful. Go sleep thankful. And, you know, that shit's pretty dope. How, do, how did you end up like finally kind of breaking through that depression? Because I mean, I've experienced that too when I was younger. Like mm-hmm. when you're like, you go through things a bunch of times, you're like, should I go? Should I go? Should I not go? <laughs> yeah. You I put on the pants. I'm pretty and then you're easy. like, oh, nah, it's cool. Whatever. I'll just stay. I think I'm pretty easy to freaking uh, make happy. I think I think um, my biggest depression was just like my self-worth. I felt like I was like worthless. And, you know, I think um, the thing that gave me most self-worth was just having a steady job. And just having a good job with um, good benefits and uh, some kind of a path for advancement. Right. I was like, oh, dude, I'm good. And then soon after I had that, like, my confidence boosted. Good, I felt like I had, you know, like, uh, what's it called? Yeah, like purpose. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, purpose in life. So I think without... Without purpose, man, you're lost. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you say you, we call it like, you know, going to work, being called slaves, but... I feel like that shit helped me. Helps me out at least. Helps my Absolutely, mental. Absolutely, man. I think if I'm unemployed, but I would be in a, I wouldn't be in a good state. Yeah, because it's like no, it's so easy just to fall like in like in like an aimless thing. You have nothing to do. You know, it's like, uh, dude, just pop up nothing. You're like, let me hit up my friends that I've hung out with my whole life. What are you doing? doing? I'm at work. It reminds me of that fucking. Do you want to reminisce? Reminds me of that Gerard (laughs) Carmichael show. Gerard Carmichael joke where he said like. Man, people don't do shit. Like they they wake up in the morning, like, 
what the fuck you do that for? That's the best part of your day. You're going to just go back to sleep. <laughs> you can <laughs> so look forward up. to You can just go back to sleep. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, that shit does sound bomb, though. Right, man. But it's oh, like, yeah, but true. coming in that third week, or not even third week, probably like the third month, you're like, damn, this again? And yeah. I don't want to be a dead horse, but when you're saying when you kind of felt like for a year, man, that's what I want to gloss over. Was it pretty bad? Like you just wouldn't do much. You hang out with family. Wow, it was bleak. And I think I had a girlfriend at the time, and I think... Um, she was in the same Dude, position. She was called suicide. <laughs> no, I don't mean to suicide jokes. No, no suicidal jokes or anything like that. <laughs> suicidal? Yeah. No, that's a real topic, dude. No, but yeah, yeah so, we, so you were just like, it hit fit. you and you are like, but you were well enough to have like a girl though. Like you were still kind of, I think she was, in, she was in the same predicament as me mm. and she would have breakdowns and I'd be like, I don't know how to fucking fix you. Like I'm in the same boat and hey, but that's, looking back at that, I'm like, dude, I can't believe where fucking me and her went through that and like uh, we didn't go past and uh, surpass it together, but you know God gives us our own path, and right, you yeah. know you can't dwell on the past. No, that's yeah, just whatever. You know, you pray for it so much at the time, like oh, I want this, and then that's not what's planned for you, bro. Like as your journey continues through life, you know you'll get blessings elsewhere where you didn't think would you'd get blessings. Right, and that's beautiful. And that's, and- Sorry, go ahead. No, go for it, dude. No, it's just refreshing to hear because it's true, man. Because you, I'm a big believer that you meet people for a reason. And there's a reason why you got into this relationship first. Yeah. Because she was going through her own turmoil. And you were able to have a commonality. Relay, yeah. And be like, you know what? I'm not the only person probably going through this. Yeah. Or you understand me. So you probably got good things from her that you could apply into another relationship. Yeah. And that probably helped the relationship you have with Jamie. Yeah, like, Having that's a true. That's home, a good way to look at it. A, a wife and Blessings two kids. Blessings in all different bro. forms. All different forms, man. Yeah, you knew how to like maneuver the relationship a little. Because I was in, I was in bad relationships before Mercy, but I learned from those relationships. Like I was like, okay. Yeah. I learned a little bit about. You were missing relationship, dude. Yeah, for a while. I don't think you've ever been single. I haven't been single. No, I was single. Huh. Like, right. This <laughs> one never been single, huh? I, never I remember been him single. being single, but he would jump to relationship, relationship like longer ones, right? Like, well, for, he wasn't one from high school for a long time, right? For, for three years. Yeah, it was stay booed up. I only, I only, I only hooked up with you one girl in high school. Yeah. Yeah, well, but I see what you're saying, man, because it would be like long stretches. Bro, I was like single for like most of my life. Really? I think so. And for some reason, when I think of you, I think of you always with someone. But that's because you've been with Jamie forever, though, huh? Yeah, dude, coming up uh, February, it'll be our 10th. 10th wow. Yeah. Can you tell us about the first time Congrats, you met man. her, bro? No, she fucking... <laughs> she pulled up on she me. She claimed you, huh? Bro, she... <laughs> I want that guy. He got she lion did. hair. <laughs> yeah, bro. She... I think we were at a Halloween party. And... We're How old was she? Like, barely turned 18. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> barely 18! <laughs> she legal. <laughs> no, but... Um, we were at a party, and... I think she passed by me, and then she grabbed my fucking butt... And I didn't see who it was. Oh, shit. I don't know if I grabbed my ass. All <laughs> twisted. like night after the rock. I'm all seeing two people. I'm like, what are you? <laughs> and then um, she went her way. I guess she just wanted to hop feel and whatever, you know. And my homie Donald, uh, I think he saw that. I think he kind of saw the interaction. And he like, well, he was like, hey, did you just do that? And he's all, yeah. He's like, that's my boy. Uh, Julie, you want to come talk to him? Uh, and then after that, bro, it was a rap. I just fucking... Hey, shout out to Millionaire Matchmaker, bro. Shout out yeah, to bro. Donald, bro. 
Donald, yeah, shout out to Donald. He's the one who fucking orchestrated this. Nicolas. Yep, everything. We got Nathan. We got we got him here, baby, cause of cause of Donald, baby. Yeah, dude. It, it, once we introduced it, it was a rap, dude. I had it wrapped. And from there, it's just been from the get go, right? I ain't gonna yeah. bring up that next one, but I, I know what happened after that, my boy. Good stuff. I'm slaying it. <laughs> I think um, what's crazy was she was 18 at the time, but I didn't know that. I mm-hmm. think we started hanging out and stuff, and she had a fake ID. Mm, and we didn't, you know, that. we're just young and living that right. don't care about how old you are because we're getting to the bars. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, this girl's old enough. We're getting to bars, we're drinking, and we're going everywhere we ever wanted. Nothing holds back. And then up comes her birthday, and she's like, and I want to let you know I'm going to turn 19. I was like, what the fuck? You're Wait, 18? So how long did we all get? Bro, probably talking? two months. Fucking Jamie, dude. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, I remember we went to Disneyland. She's like, like, I got to hook him in first. Huh? And then I'll be too tough. Right? She catfished my ass, bro. There you go, dog. Because <laughs> you're, what, a few years older than her? Like three or four? Five. Five years. I think I was, uh, whatever, eight. You're 23. 23 or whatever. 23. Okay. And she was 18. Yo, the truth comes out. I was 21. Damn, she was 16. <laughs> <laughs> but this was Alabama sleeping. No, it's 23. Right? Okay, 23. You ever right? seen the, the joke with Andrew Schultz? No, nah, tell all. us. I think uh, you know how he always picks on fucking people in the cast or in the he does a lot of crowd work, right? Does a lot of crowd work, and then um, he's the picks on the couple. He's like, "How old is she?" And uh, he's like, "Just 18. He's like, "Don't ever say that, bro." Don't ever say just eighteen. Because I know you didn't just get with her. I know you did with her. <laughs> yeah, right. That's fucking. That's how they fucking cut all. That's why I said just eighteen. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> how'd you? So how'd you? How'd you just stumble upon your career now, man? Because what made you be like you got only a firefighter? Shoot, shout out to shout out to Mel. Oh, Christian's girl. Christian's wife, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. She actually put me on. I think I was like in my fourth summer of solar. And dude, I was just fucking so beat from being on that roof. I remember the conversation before you get into that. Because I remember they told Julian last minute. He was like, bro, these fuckers want me to drive somewhere an hour from here. I'm yeah. just gonna fucking quit right now. No way, I called you? You called me and told me. I was probably so mad. And I was, I was like, so irritated. Do that would they do Fuck that? that They'd be like, hey, we want you to go there like last minute, or what would they do? Yeah, because most time, you know, you have your crew. Well, yeah. you do a solar panel, so you, we're, it's residential. So you have your job for the day, you finish, and you know, if you're a good crew, you finish early, day's done. But a lot of times, like, oh, this crew needs help, blah, blah, blah. They're fucking lagging, a bunch of lags, probably CS that all fucking day, and now they want help. It's like at four o'clock. Right. Dude, fuck that. Like, you know, people, you got, it's like a group project. Yep. My friends don't want to do the work and they want to clean the grades. So they hit you up and you're already done. You're already home or on the way home or then. No, we're finished the job. And then that, the person who was running that crew was Mm -hmm. like, hey, I know you guys' job was kind of small. Do you want to send someone over? And I was probably like, I don't know, probably somewhere super far. Probably I was in Riverside and they were like in Temecula or some shit. Fuck. Like, hey, do you want to drive? Of course, your personal vehicle. Do you want to drive over there? Oh, your personal. That's yeah. when you yeah. had the Mercedes, right? Or BMW? The BMW, yeah. BMW. There you go. And then they're like, hey, do you want to go help? And then most of the time when you go there, you just stand around. Don't help much. It's like everything's already done. You just need to, I don't know. But I think that was towards the end of my career. I already knew where I was going to go. Yeah. So once they told me that, I was like, you know, could I put in like, you know, those days you put in your two weeks. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. You know, so I already had like two weeks in. And it was probably like the fifth, second day, or the second, fifth day into those two weeks. Oh, they told me, that. I was like, oh, fuck you, like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and they were like, what? Like, nah. sure. and I think there was already animosity because. He said Team Edison, bro, and Clint. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
Was, that was a uh, yeah, that was pretty fun. So you, what made you get into solar panels first? Because you said you moved to Berkeley, like you was just re. Someone told you, about bro, it's a program. This was just a go getter, dude. Any dude, new idea? Yeah. Honestly, I think um, that was me snapping out of my fucking my year of depression and like just okay. feeling like shit. So yeah. I went to this um, guru. <laughs> he went to Sad Guru. I went to uh, your boy. Um, Who's that guy? Tony Robbins? No, the other one, the annoying uh, Gary. Start an MLC! Oh, Gary Kubiak! You have a glass? Gary Start a BZ! Fuck, everyone's got businesses? That guy's the biggest Start an MLC! He's like, oh, you got a phone? You start a business! No, but... Chico Santino is the best impression of that guy. Dude, that guy... What a scammer, huh? Is he? I don't know. I just heard him say that. I mean, like, his energy is dope. It's cool, but it just seems like... What's he say? Do your business. Yeah, he just yeah, he just the like, got one leg. Hop up to your business. <laughs> you got one leg. You can hop up to the next place, can't you? For real, dude. <laughs> dude, and um, so and you kind of just after it was kind of like a year, and did you go to therapy or anything for that first? Or hell no, bro. I just fucking. You needed a you needed a purpose, bro. I just fucking sludged the mud and got through it. You needed a purpose. no professional help, no nothing. I just fucking. I went to a, what's that shit called? Like a, a hiring fair? Okay, yeah. Oh, shit. And this was in the Ontario Convention Center. Some okay, kind of job fair. Right. No one off hold. They would always have those, yeah. And then they had this thing for veterans where like, like, hey, if you come to this place, we'll teach you a trade. Okay. And like, I don't know what the trade is, but there's like multiple opportunities out here, blah, blah, blah. Right. So um, I went up there and no, actually, I contacted them. They're like, okay, if you want to do this. The only place we do this is some place called um, Auburn, and this is in Northern California. I was like, God, ah, do I really want to do this? move to freaking? Like there was a solar was it free panel. housing. Yeah, it's free housing. Good. Okay. So it was a solar panel stuff, and that caught your eye, and that's what they told. He you. didn't know. No, yet, really, right? I didn't know what it was. You didn't. Oh, know. they're like, just, oh, we're just yeah. taking trades, and we're just teaching. You He's know. Like, All right, fuck it, I'll take. Wait, it. So they're like, hey, okay, so let me walk through. So they're like, hey, how's it going? Hey, Jules, hey, what's up? Yeah, there's a bunch of around. There's like all these employers, like. Who knows? They're all sizing They're all teach you, teach you yeah. a trade. We won't tell you what it is, but you have to move up north. Yeah. They're is that the sales pitch? Talk about risky. Bro, for, risky, risky, huh? for real, that's how it worked. Yeah, it was kind of like a, a veteran, like a, yeah, like a veteran. Dude. It was for veterans. Oh, specific for veterans. Yeah. Okay, nice. So a good program for veterans. Like, hey. Like, hey, like, you know, we know you guys have, like, a uh, good work ethic. We know right. you guys are down for the cause. You know, you, you put a mission, you'll and, do and it. You get rid of people with that. You know, no worries. <laughs> yeah, it's, you don't, you don't care who it is. Where <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. And, um, but it was like super sketch, dude, because I went to it. And first of all, like you mean when you went to, you tell me you went up north? I went up north. Wait, well, that was enough to be like, yeah, it's going to be a good trade? Dude, I didn't know. Like, honestly. How was that drive? Though? I think <laughs> I was just so desperate at the time. I was just like, yeah. I was up to like my freaking eyeballs in water, couldn't breathe. I was so depressed, so like, uh, yeah. had just, just yearning, just yearning change. for something, dude. But this sounds like out of a movie, bro. So they're like, hey, this is a good program for the veterans. Yeah. If you want to commit, wow. so we'll take you up north and teach you a trade. Yeah. And then you just sign and you're like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, it's like you'll get uh, free um, free housing and you get paid minimum wage. Yeah, but while you do most the of your money goes to rent. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so, so like, you don't know. And then they, and they yeah, feed you exactly. as well. And they feed you as well. Right. So all that, all the higher bills are taken care of. So yeah. the rest is just That's money. That's so dope, bro. So the place was called Auburn. And for some reason, you know, Auburn College yeah. in Alabama, for some reason, that city, I was like, that's not like it's a good university there, but it was 
You're the one I think about Alabama. Yeah, oh, okay. so I fucking go to Auburn, North California, and it's just like meth head city. Is oh, it really? Oh, dude, that's freaking fuck. horrible. Okay, but um, so I get up there, You're like you know, what I mean? and when it turns out, pipe there, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he's up. Gummies? He's like, he's just, <laughs> okay, gummies left the right. Gummies, <laughs> hey, he just throw a rock and hit somebody. It's all gums, homie. No tears. <laughs> No, it turned out to be the worst thing ever, man. Wait, I mean, so it was the best you, thing at worst. You drove up there. You drove up there, like you're like, is it is it north of Berkeley or right next to it or what? Yeah, uh, no, dude, it's like honestly, Berkeley. like more Sacramento, like the middle of the oh, state. God, that's like an eight hour drive, oh, bro. Geez. So it's not even Berkeley. It's just like Who's some. Mother, bro? <laughs> it's like we went to Hemet, bro. There it's you like go. Someone, it's like someone, like say they have a. A little program in Hemet. Yes. And someone hears about from far away, like Northern California. Right. Like, oh, that sounds like a good like, opportunity. What the fuck? But you know, if you're from Sacramento, you're like, I'm not going to Auburn for this Shit, bullshit. Dog. Okay. So then, sorry, because I'm really trying to say, you get there and what's what happens? It turns out to be like the worst thing ever. I go there and it's like a, it's like a, a place for troubled teens mixed with veterans. Oh, what? So they're occupying the same space. Like so it's like where room. parents send their kids when they don't know what to do Get with them. And, or whatever. Yeah, so it's like that. So like, we're mixed with them, but we have our own little corner where it's just veterans. What okay. is that called when you go to a hotel and like a bunch of people stay in the hotel? Hostel? Homeless? So it's like a hostel? No, a hostel is like a cheap, hostel, like yeah. a cheap hotel. Kind of that. Not, it cheap, but was like, like a hostel? But it was, actual, uh, it was actual program. Okay. So you had like uniforms, you had chow hall, people had chow hall duty, but these kids wouldn't get the opportunities that we'd get. So we would get jobs for like, um, we'd go to the, the state DMV and we'd switch out all their, um, all their lights, like that, they had like regular bulb lights and we'd switch oh, them to the badass. LED. Right. So we'd switch the transformers or whatever the hell is on those things. Yeah, yeah. We'd do a little bit of electric work and it'd be like, oh, we got some electric experience, but literally you'd just be freaking turning screwdrivers and putting new, new things gotcha. in. And then, um, and then they would find companies that would want to hire veterans, so they would come to them like, "Hey, we want to hire some people," and we go to interviews with some good companies, and with Solar City being one of the companies. So then, um, that was I was there for company, probably like yeah. a month, dude, and I'd go to Auburn, yeah, and I'd go to different places, and like um, do little jobs at top stuff. So we would learn how to like. Um, bend pipe so like um how oh, to run electric wow. yeah how to run electric through buildings with bending pipe through conduit and stuff <coughs> and just little stuff you just learn and um you know it's just like on the job training yeah on the job training and then they'd have companies come interview us and i think i got interviewed for um that gas company what's it called southern california gas yeah 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 so Cal Cal gas. So Cal, okay yeah. i interviewed with them i was like yeah i think i get a vibe from them and it was kind of like a low-end job i was like nah and we get a little interview like that all the time and then Solar City, Solar City came, and their interview was in Berkeley, and it was a. I think I just liked the whole vibe of them. That right. was like the best company for yeah, solar panels. It was, and then they offered like um, full time position, full time hours. I was all, I was like, cool, I'll do it. And so, and but anyways, living there, there was a bunch of troubled um, like youth there. I think they were like um, between like. 15 to 21. When you were living in Auburn. Okay. Yeah, I was living in Auburn. Because you were staying in one house, like with a bunch of people, you had one room. It was That's one house. It was like a compound. Put, it was put you guys like, together, dude. It was kind of like a government like building. It was kind of like oh. you'd live in a bay yeah. that had a big open room and like eight bunk beds in it. 
also you're sharing a big room with everybody big that's kind of gnarly to put veterans and that together as if like they Bro, would yeah, be cohesive together that's kind of yeah, weird yeah it just like random people you don't know it was probably yeah. who knows yeah you could be fucking linked up with a killer or someone yeah. just in the background, it's actually an experiment, and they're just fucking. You never know. Yeah, maybe from you guys, man. Yeah, yeah dude. They, I think they gave me a couple of shots. Some. <laughs> no, like, let's see joking. if this works for you. He ain't joking, <laughs> dog. Yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so then you're fucking in the house, and was there any issues there? But then you found the. It's not a house. It's oh, so the compound, like it's it was a like, compound. Yeah. So once you're there, and then there was no issues, man. You have to just get. No, used bro, there's hell issues. Fuck. There's people fighting left and right. It's like really? a little mini prison. What the fuck? Yeah, dealing with yeah. fucking teens that are trying to figure themselves out, floss and fucking. Yeah. yeah. So then, um, we, but we had the veterans, right? So that we would hang out and like, there's like a lot of like country shit to do. So we'd go to the river, mm. go hang out there, hang like drink by beers, hang out by the river, party, and um, we'd do that a lot. And then my one homie, he was from Riverside and he was a Mexican cat. Okay. I forget his name, but he was super cool, man. Uh, nice. yeah. I was just out of contact with him. Tupac voice. Riverside, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but this fool was into like uh, meth and stuff. Oh, fuck. So he, you know, I think we got there at the same time and um, I think like within the week, this fool found a plug that sold meth. Oh. So he's like, hey, do you want to do this shit with me? I was like, fuck no, dude, I don't want to smoke no meth, I ain't no Best crackhead. Best decision of your life, bro. <laughs> bro. And this other guy, he was like an innocent soul, and he was like, yeah, I'll do it. No. This fucking fool bites his tongue off. They go out, do their, they go party, and I just stay in my, oh. stay in my thing, and this would literally bit his tongue off. Like, when he was high on meth. When he was high on meth. He couldn't talk anymore. Bro, no, he went to the hospital. Oh. Yeah, he, he came back. Talk. No. I don't know what happened bro. to him. Everyone came back like like shocked, like they went through some shit. I was like, "Yeah, I told you, don't chase that <laughs> dragon, bro." Y'all were smoking that people fucking yeah. you. You were able to avoid getting any shit there with people when you were there for the month. Not really. I mean, just little altercations, but nothing like crazy. Nah, nothing, like, more like a ter- so more territorial stuff, there. like you know, trying not to know back down and yeah, okay. it's kind of like that's like you know, you that's put cool, animals man. in the fucking zoo. Yeah. People gonna side each other up. Well, fucking kind of training program, man. Oh, well, that's what he was sold. Bro, that's what he was sold. Yeah, dude. And I was like, and this is like a week into it. I, I think I called my mom. I was like, oh, I don't know what this is. Like, like I think I'm like, like phone check, back. homie. I'm like, come home. Yo, give me your phone. Huh? <laughs> <Mom>. Time's up. <laughs> mom, mom, dude, go. They stole my shoes, mom. <laughs> mom, they said my mom's up there today. Who got my stuff? So what was like a minor like altercation? Like, what do you mean like like with territory? Like fighting for bunks. Like what? Like fighting for bunks or like um, like oh. a bunk bed? Yeah. Fuck. Like Blanket like, and shit. Yeah, kind of like oh, like pretty much prison style shit, dude. And no one was there watching at all. Like, Damn. Nah, dude. Because yeah, I mean, it's like you guys are adults. Oh, yeah, free yeah, housing, yeah. free food. Let them fight. It's like real world for fucking. <laughs> so <laughs> we saved money this month. One less tongue talking. Just hearing that it was an innocent soul just breaks my bro, fucking I know. heart, bro. You're just some cat who just you trying know, to fit in with somebody. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, like was he's he up a to. young kid or was he one of the vets? Nah, he was Sounds a vet. Like a young kid. Damn. No, he was a vet, and uh, you were thinking with that world experience. But, but I think he was that. He was that part-time vet. The ones who only go on the ones once a weekend. They kind of deal. The Cub Scouts, you said. Yeah, the Cub Scouts. See the peace. 
What's it called? He's a real vet. He's throwing the rest of it. He's throwing his tongue back on, right? For real. Real vet would give him a Clement uh, bow tie. Necktie? Yeah. <laughs> and then how'd you, so you said with Mel, like you got into the the freaking, uh, where you're at now. How'd well, you know? let's go down the story. Yeah. So Solar City gives me the, you the interview good? when I'm up there. I'm, I'm still sipping. You good? Um, no, nah, I'm good. Up. I'm good. I've finished yeah, it. Solar City gives me the interview. And it's right there in Berkeley. So it's like super cool vibes. That's badass. There's like a, the Sierra Nevada Brewing Company is right there. And they have a brewery. Oh, they have it there. Okay. Yeah. And there's like this, you're right on the bay. There's like the big, there's like a, a street. Then there's the bay. And then right there is the warehouse for Solar City. So like right in the heart of the bay. Like East Bay, like Oakland, Berkeley, Fremont. It's freaking beautiful, huh? Okay. Dude, it's freaking so green, beautiful. Man. Dude, it's so nice. It's just girls like with, so girls peaceful. With armpit, hair on their armpits. Oh, just fucking braided armpit of hair. It's hot. Spirit, Every man. corner someone's politicizing something, you know, uh, everyone's on huh. the soapbox. Huh. But I love it, man. Some kind of ladies that Renato would like. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, bro, let me see them armpit hairs. Uh, Let's yeah. take whiskers. Are they braided? <laughs> <laughs> Mine are. <laughs> no, and then um, that, that whole like... Um, just work environment that like culture like Berkeley and kind of like um, a blue collar environment it was kind of like kind of like hippies who worked hard and that was just a cool vibe within itself That's and also like academia and all Doing that their own yeah thing. so exactly they're like intelligent people right. and it's just really cool and um, so I'd work there and then they had um, so like three of the veterans who were at that program in Auburn we took the job, so we got an apartment over nice. there, and we That's decided to do it. Three, yeah. yeah. So you guys were like, hey, we all got the jobs. Where you guys, like, guys ran into the next to each other in the books, like, we got it! Yeah, yeah let's get a house. Synchronized watches. No more men. And the guy was out there, like, oh, no, but then you guys were like, like, uh, sorry, this is all fascinating to me because you're like, you're like, well, got it. And you guys want to team up together? Like, yeah, they're spot? like, yeah, because the guy who ran it, he has this cool cat. He was like a 40, 50 year old um, Air Force vet. And he's like, he was a part, he was like a full time employee of that program. So he had a good job within there. Okay. Like, trying to run it. And he was like a good mentor to have. Fuck yeah, dude. And he was like, because we would do those late night jobs at the DMV where we'd work the graveyard shift. Got it. We'd do that work and then we'd drive back. And that was kind of the drive. It was probably an hour drive to there. Okay. So we'd do it and then like, his name was Russ. And we would... Perfect name. Bro. Perfect name for the way you <laughs> describe it, dude. Yes. Yeah, so we would... I would be the one always awake during the car ride home. And me and him would talk and he's just like... He's like, yeah, man, I think there's a good opportunity for this That's company. Badass, like, man. they're pretty good. He's like, there's, he's like, but there's better opportunities out there. Like, this isn't the best. Like, you got to really think about if you want to do this. Because he knows I'm going to Berkeley, and he's from, you know, Auburn, and you think of the bigger city, you're like, I don't know if you want to do it, because it's big city, you're going to be oh, poor, you're going to be okay. living got it. that kind of lifestyle. Well, I got wow. it, I got it. And I was like, oh, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. He's like, all right, I, I, you know, you just follow your gut, and you, you know, Good, man. whatever you think, you know, I'll support you. About That's about. badass, so it's kind of like a mentor in a sense. Yeah, he was cool, yeah, and man. he wasn't a mentor unless, like, you, he didn't care, but... Um, I'd always be the one awake, just driving with him. So I just kept him awake, and we just shoot right. the shit. Yeah. And um, so anyway, my buddies go down there, and that place was cool. It's um, 
just a bunch of like wannabe Elon because you know it's Elon Musk's yeah. company so a bunch of Elons who ran it who ran that place they're just cool super energetic a bunch of people with Asperger's dragon energy fucking <laughs> was it really? like they talk to you guys every day? yeah or? they're super pumped up have team meetings every morning fucking get everyone pumped up that's badass bro Dude, that's, like different that's my vibe right there let's get it bro it was just so sick like I I'm this ain't I eat shit Big dream shit, bro. It was a good hype. Yeah. Like, what would they say you guys every morning you started meeting? Like, Team Bundy, bro, style shit. Dang, Team dude. building shit. Man. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do today? Like, shit like that or what? What are we going to do today? It's still solar. <laughs> what are we do tomorrow? It's still solar. <laughs> the time that the tongue shows us. What are we going to do They were just pumped, bro, for anything. Yeah, but that was cool. And then, um... Every Friday, dude, they have the fucking... They're white people, but they threw down on the asada. So oh, okay. shit. They Friday, hit the ranchera with Bro, it? they'd get down and they'd have... Um, probably like once a month, they'd have like dunk tank and just have like... Bunk shit like That's No, it. dunk tank. Oh, dunk tank? Like what Rick would have? Yeah. Throw the, okay. throw the ball and like we just throw <laughs> people in there, dude. Dude, dude that's fucking badass, they, they owned that dunk tank, so they just bring it out whenever. That's yeah. so hard. Were you in it? I think so. Probably a couple times. Ah, hell yeah. And then, um, was it a pretty big company? So that's where I started. Remember, I worked at I worked at that company over here in Pomona. Mm-hmm. So I ended up transferring down there. I think Solar City as well, or is it separate? Solar one? City as well. I just did a lot of transfer. I the moved bigger, over here. The bigger, bigger okay. Building. Yeah, because I think I just got homesick, and those fucking veterans were weird. They were kind of like dealing with the owners. I think probably dealing with shit I was dealing with. Yeah, how many bunch years of people, were you up there? Not long, dude. I was probably there for like a. Probably four or five months. How old are you? you? Fucking flew by then. How old are you, Julian? At that time, twenty-two. So okay, this is fresh. So you're like a twenty-two-year-old, dude. That's at Berkeley working that shit. So you're just a a lost soul yourself, just like yeah, figuring shit out, going through the mud, fucking trying to figure out who you are, what you represent, and that energy you have at that time. You don't not dealing with as much shit. Like you said, you had nothing. I just felt better. Nothing tethered to you. You were just like, eh. but I still had that. I still had that. I still had that kind of energy with me. I like I wasn't. Sure, who I was, sure, who right. I represented. Right. I was easily persuaded. Okay. Kind you're of open. Build. You're open to ideas, to new shit. I, was, I wasn't open to ideas. I was just scared to open up to be who I am. Oh. Kind of deal. Okay. So I was kind of like, you know, like when you're like 18, like, and you're, say you're right now, you see an 18 year old, you see they're kind of shy. They don't yeah, right. Timid and shit. Yeah. So that's kind of like, I was kind of like that, but kind of breaking out because I was starting to like get money, start to feel a little more direction. confident. Yeah, direction, actually obtaining skills, blah, blah, blah. And, um, but yeah, so I was doing the solo over there in Berkeley and those houses are crazy. The, the good thing I learned there because when you're in the Bay, like everything is built on a big hill. Right. Then so seven, they have, yeah. so you got these crazy houses. That full that house shape, right? Yeah. So the pitches on the roof are like slow wild, bro. So right. wow. you're, you're installing, you're carrying these big solar panels on the roof. On decline. On decline. Yeah, and you're, dude. you're clipped into the roof and you're just moving around. Trying to do the stuff. How many people hold job. it or how much does the one solar panel weigh? I know one, it probably depends on the roof size, but... One solar panel probably weighs like 40 pounds or less. Okay. And one bad. person handles it. So they have this tool where like you just... Um, there's like Can a little leg system. Yeah, you just pull it up and someone grabs it and then you just slap it on. Hey, just we can install our own solar panels now. Bro, we can. Let's bring this. Let's start our LLC, dog. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Gary V, you got us. Hey, let's get it, Gary. You right, bro. <laughs> so, military <laughs> panels. Solar panels for apartments. Hey, low-key, Raw has Gary V energy. <laughs> oh, yeah, they can yeah. do it, bro. He can be the salesman. <laughs> you want solar? 
get, you, get your government buy back right now. <laughs> no credit yeah. checks like La Cura South. We'll have a station set up there. Uh, like yeah, there were bro. 25% APR on everything you buy. <laughs> For after six months. So it was a pretty quick transfer. You were able to get a transfer right away then to Pomona. Yeah, I mean, I think low-key the guy hated me for asking. He like, he's like, ah, oh, dude, like you're a good employee. Hard the to guy come Russ, by. The team camaraderie. No, not Russ. Come. Russ worked at the Auburn place. Okay, okay, okay. So when I worked at the Solar City in Berkeley, it was another company, and it was a bunch of one. Loki Russ tried to keep him down. Got you, got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Loki Russ tried to hold me back. He's yeah. like, ain't nobody gonna talk to me on the drive home no more. Berkeley's rough, man. You think Auburn has a meth problem? <laughs> He's like, this guy named Newsome over there? He's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Fucking, oh, crazy, man. Okay, so then once you asked the that's, that's wild, man. Like, right away, you came through then. Yeah. Well, I asked him, okay, do you want to... I think what triggered me to ask for the thing was a lot of the, um, the three people I moved in with ended up going home. And oh. they left me with the apartment. And... For me to cover that shit in Berkeley, bro, I was like, fucking, oh, like, bro, bad. I'm about to lose this joint. That shit was probably like 3K oh, like so 10 wait, years ago. So you four shared like what, uh, like a real small apartment? Yeah, we shared something probably this size, maybe. Something like, you know, nothing big for like three yeah, yeah. fucking men. Was it a couple bedrooms or? It was two and three of us. So one lived in the, li- in the living room. Who paid a little Damn, less they rent. both one left lived. you with it? They both left like, oh, fuck, this isn't for me. And this is like, probably like the second, third month in. Because they're just going through their own shit. You guys yeah. aren't getting as long as you thought or whatever. Yeah. Fucking work and they didn't like the job. They're like, it's too hard because it's, it's physical labor. It's physical. They're like, ah, I'm not built for this, blah, blah, blah. You're up with the fucking and, you know, knees, the bro. You got fucking Fucking A, bro. So I got left with it. I was like, hey, bro. Like I told the, my boss, I was like, hey, man, I don't think I'm going to be able to survive like on this kind of salary. Yeah. And Yo, Russell was right, man. Yeah. And then I went to move back home, blah, blah. And this one was trying to like... I didn't know anyone, everyone that well in the office. Of course, right. And he's like, yeah, you know what, fucking Paul has an open room. Why don't you just move with him? He's trying to maneuver that, yeah. Yeah, I was like, man, I don't know these people like that. I'm not trying to... What the I fuck? I just moved from Auburn to here. Right. I'm going to move to Paul's Auburn? house. Yeah. I don't even know this dude. Right. I was like, can you just give me a good, put me in a, like a good word and put me with uh, Pomona because I know they have an office there. Right. He's like, oh, you break my balls, Julian. He said He's that. like, why don't you just kick rocks instead? Really? Nah, I was kidding. But did he say break my ball? Plot twist. You know, he's always always been the best. Like he's always always set up lies. He's always on. So so before you go back to (laughs) Pomona, I want you to introduce my friend, fucking Gary V. Hey, Julian, see you. Gary B. How many followers you got? You got you got that. You can afford that apartment by yourself. Well, you can't oh, do it. Oh God! You dude. can't afford it because you think you can't afford it. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> hey, so you because really, four or five months, man, and working those long hours and in the the state you were in, like new, you probably wouldn't even going around the city at all. I imagine because it wasn't much time. Or were you? Or would you get out there sometimes? You get out there sometimes. You have some free time, and um, so you go out there. You enjoy. Because we would have jobs in Sonoma. Okay. And that wine place. Country, right? Yeah, Sonoma beautiful, Canada. dude. So you get a, a hotel out there for a couple of days, work on some jobs. And you're in Sonoma. So you and your friends who are on the crew would just. You're going to just go out for the night. Just go hit it up and see what's up. That's badass. Nothing crazy. You just hang out. Yeah, man. Go get dinner, hang out with the boys. That's it. So then you were, you were in Pomona and then you end up like Doing leaving solar. because of that, because of that situation. So how did you come about the, the respiratory therapy? 
For, all right. Oh, before. Um, Go ahead. Sorry. So I did the Berkeley switch to Pomona, and yeah. that was a cool experience within itself. Was it? Yeah, it was really cool, man. I, I enjoyed the company a lot. And you it like was a green polos, right? Yeah, when I when I worked for that company, it was mom and pop. It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't wow. on the. It, it was, wasn't publicly traded. It wasn't that kind of deal. It was kind of like wow. ran with themselves. And then once I went to Pomona, I think a year into it, they um they went publicly traded and it went corporate. They fucking blew up. I remember. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but aren't they part of Solar City? Were they named the same thing or no? Yeah, no, that's who they were. There was it is Solar City. They're then, literally then like then the merging with Tesla. company with it. Then they're merging with Tesla. Yeah, oh, okay. this is years after I left. Okay, but anyways, so they got pub- before it was probably traded. And I was in Pomona, the best job I ever did. We'd have like three hour lunches. Really, we'd fucking just six, taking care of the people, man. Six siestas, dude. We just fucking find a park. Nice. Find a tree, go sleep, and then you know go back on the job, finish it. 10 hour days like clocked in got you fucking beautiful and then man. once it went publicly traded bro they were just like fucking pumping like 2 or 3 jobs a day yeah it's all numbers as opposed now. to like spending 2 to 3 days on one job got you so it, once it went that dude it was co- it was cool cause it was like bonus incented so you get to stop out jobs make more money blah blah yeah. blah but then it turned to like in like a competitive environment yeah. and people were like sabotaging each other and like to get jobs talk- not to get jobs, but just like to, you yeah, know, be teacher's off. pet. Like be like, yeah. oh, I'm the best fucking crew. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm gonna get more money than you. I'm gonna get more money. My crew is way because they went out app of like each crew. They're like ten crews in the warehouse. So they're not speaking ranked. So like, yeah, everyone's wow. ranked, dude. And then each individual is ranked as well. Right. So it's just like low key. Like when you do that kind of stuff, it creates a different vibe. Yeah, it just creates it's like, crazy. It's huh? They're trying to say that it's a healthy competition, but nah, they just want no. It literally got worse, and it. It's just turn the company yeah. 180 and then like like slowly all the OGs left and then we had all new people so just that whole new vibe was just like gone it was like yeah, because you wouldn't you, recognize and that you became the OG then you're like fuck this because the new mentality they didn't know the old school way. they didn't know yeah. Yeah. yeah they were like hey this is how we do stuff right everyone was like just see the money like oh they just slapped this shit out blah 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 right 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 super competitive but anyways that was that and you just quit I was yeah probably like the fourth the fourth Fifth summer into that into that gig, I was just super burnt out from because we would do stuff in Palm Springs. It'd be like one ten on the ground, like one twenty on the roof, and you just work and do it, and it was just miserable. But during the winter time, it was a cool job. So it was like four years. Yeah, and by this you point, you're already dating Jamie. Yeah. Okay. And I think Mel was introduced into the crew, or you know, all of us. Mm-hmm. And then she was going to school for it. Maybe she'll already graduated. I think. And she told me about it. I was like, oh, that's pretty... Because I... Before I... Um, I wanted to do some kind of medical field before I did this whole electrician style <coughs> shit. And I just never followed through with it. I was like, oh, whatever. I just do this, blah, blah. So when she said that and then she described the job to me, I thought, oh, that's pretty dope. Let me just do that. And then I ended up going into the um, into that school and I did that. Which school? Uh, Platt College. Platt College. Oh, okay. So they, it's right they there in Ontario. Right there. I, was gonna do, I was doing... I was going to do Platt College yeah. too. Really? For gonna, like a... I was going to do it for not x-ray technician, but the other one, the, the thing that's going to take out x-rays. Dude, that's dope. That's a good, that's a good job. What is it? I forget. I forget. The name. Because x-rays could cause like pollution. So it's the other thing. It's like ultrasound. Gonna, I think it's ultrasound. Ultrasound technician. I remember you were going to do that. That's what I was going to yeah. do. And they get then I got the Bank of America job. Yeah, I remember you were going to jump into. I think I remember you telling me about that place. Yeah, I actually almost signed up. Yeah. And I was close and I almost got Mercy to sign up to do that field too. But this is a little pricey, but that's good that. 
It's a legit college there. But man. yeah, like right there the military Ontario? pays for it, blah, blah, blah. It's oh, free. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. And he has a $40,000 um And the military um, took care of it because of what, everything you did in there. Yeah, they're like, hey, you fucking... You killed some cousins that we asked for. We owe you one. Yes, yeah, for real. How, yeah. how did, was it? Like, they just have a list of things you can do or you have to call, like, the your representative or the vet officer? Nah, right? dude, you can do anything, honestly. You could fucking... They hook them you up. You can go to off. USC. Mm-hmm. They'll pay for it. Anyway. Okay, so you're Full school. ride, bro. Really? Yeah, and you go to any... But like you said, it's because you were, like, the way you were you were involved with the wars and all that other no, stuff. No, I think because um, they weren't, at the time... Um, Obama really came through. He saw veterans weren't really transitioning well. Mm. But a lot of people like me, depressed, yeah. unguided, Fucking blah, blah, lost after you exactly. put all the time into the military so they had, for the country. Yeah, so he boosted up the GI Bill and he incentivized most veterans to start getting into school. Good. And a lot of people, because, you know, I think their idea was like invest in the veteran and they'll invest in the workplace and, you know, they'll start contributing. And, Everybody wins, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's the kind of idea about it. And it actually worked out really well. Because um, not only did they pay for the school, but they paid for your housing and food. Wow. So they give you like a stipend, like this is the monthly you get. Right. Go to school. We'll take care of you for however long you want to go to school, four years. And, you know, and after that, you know, go to work and all that. So, I mean, that's honestly a good idea. What year did... a great thing. What okay, year, that's beautiful. As they should. I'm glad they did that. Yeah. What year did you, did you start the workforce exactly as a respiratory therapist? I think 2018-ish. So 2018. So how did it, how did it feel when like the pandemic barely started? Like when 2019, end of 2019, beginning of 2020, how was the hospital for you or, or that experience going through that? Was it? That was pretty crazy itself. That was just seeing like the disease process and seeing how like rampant it was. And it was like, um, when we were first, I mean, no one knew what, what was going on. Yeah, no one knew shit. No one knew shit. No one knew how to treat it. Everyone thought it was just like a crazy virus. I would, you know, you see videos in China, people are passing down the streets. Yeah. And then so you're like, oh, damn. I remember seeing a dude in like December. And I remember seeing like a China building hospitals for this virus. I'm like, like damn. Quickly. Yeah. yeah. You, I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, yeah they built all the freaking. Like, remember, dude? Yeah, you're like, damn, what the like, fuck? Like, they're they're like, quick, bro. Within like a month, they had like yeah. all these hubs everywhere. Raw, chilling, enjoying life. Right. Living free, fucking. Yeah, no COVID zone there. Yeah. Just rocking out, dude. And then China's all going through what we're about to go through for the next three years, man. Fuck, man. It's crazy, huh? How free we were living. Was it just like more packed? Like you noticed like the parking lot was more packed when you would get in. It'd be more crowded when you would walk the hallways. No, honestly, I think um, with my hospital, it was, I don't know what what's up with the, because I work for the Veterans Hospital. Okay. So right. with my population, I don't know what's up with them, but there's some like resilient motherfuckers. They're, they're like, I think they've been, I don't know what they went through, but they weren't affected as much as everyone else. Wow. Like, you give us COVID, bro, we'll beat it. We're not like the rest of you guys. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You guys are like, you get the virus, you'll probably fucking cry. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're probably sorry. Man. Yeah, I'm probably not. Nah. You've been reading my mail? Because I cried. <laughs> <laughs> Those happy tears, sad tears. <laughs> that's right, man, because well, that's right, you know. I think those veterans were really affected because the hospital wasn't that popping, honestly, compared to. Not what, too many people, huh? Compared to what other hospitals were going to. Other hospitals were just like, because the. The, the Loma Linda Hospital is this huge medical center, one of okay. the biggest ones in the Inland Empire. 
and they were just fucking getting they specialize in heart, heart. Right? like in heart yeah they're in the specialty on yeah, that just fucking overpopulating uh huh and they were just getting fucking rampant dude they were just getting fucked up and us we were just like fucking sitting on our asses like where's this fucking pandemic like wow okay and that was the first wave and then come a couple ways after then that's when it started getting crazy everyone was getting like okay just hospital beds were filled up ventilators were going all crazy oh man and we were pretty aggressive at the at, when we first started we were like oh like if this person like starts looking like they're like uh, they're gonna be sick like start doing the most and that was probably the worst way we could ever go so about doing it. the what I'm sorry I started doing the most it was like um, oh the most yeah kind of do all the medical procedures we needed to do okay which was probably the worst thing you could have done for uh, these patients because I don't know exactly what could have, what should have been done. Because we're all just learning as we went, huh? Yeah, exactly. But um, a lot of stuff we did, um, it was just crazy. And then you just learn. Like right now, it's pretty well tuned in. Yeah. Compared to 2020. Let me ask you because I, I remember there was a brief stint when my wifey was a CNA. She was a certified nurse assistant. And I remember a patient that she would have to help had uh, HIV. So when she would have to get into his room, she would have to like wear a bunch of shit, like mm-hmm. gloves, wear layers. I know like whenever you have like a, I don't want to call it a basic patient, but like a, a regular patient that doesn't have something that's like deadly or very extreme or something that we're not aware about. You just typically wear your, your typical scrubs, maybe not wearing N95 masks, things of that sort. When you guys heard about that COVID shit, were you guys like, Okay, I gotta get full body suit. I ain't going in there unless I got a full body suit. How did how did that thought process go? It's just the we have um, there's a department in the hospital that specializes in that kind of stuff, like dealing with high risk, um, right? high risk stuff, HIV, some kind of variants, any kind of. Um, any kind of things they they do with isolation. Like, if they have this, you have to wear a gown. If they have this, yeah. you have mm-hmm. to wear a gown, mask, eyewear. Fuck. If they have this, all you need is mask, eyewear. And then once they when COVID came out, they said you just have to don don everything. Wow. And then so um, just wipe it down. No, don everything. So that, that just means put on. Okay, okay. You have to put on okay. all your gear. You have to put on. For us know, civilians, as you would call it. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you dirty civilians who don't know much. <laughs> yeah, so we just, you know, and at that time, it was like, we got kind of messed up. The whole country got blindsided. Yeah. So, like, the supply chain wasn't ready for this, and we were just yeah. going through PPE left and right. So they came to a point where, like, oh, we got to save the PPE. So you got to save your gowns, which was totally abnormal. And that's something you have to take home, wash and shit? Or no, you'd keep, at the, you'd keep at the facility. Okay. They have their own way of somewhat on the fly sterilizing, right. I think, in their own way, wow. which was never done before. No, you just get blow dry. Yeah. <laughs> and like those N95 oh. masks back in the day, um, you, you know, one time wear. Seconds, yeah. One time wear. Fucking throw in the trash. No right. problem. Now, dude, that shit, you keep it in your pocket like, and use that shit as many times as you can. Right. Wow. Which, you know, you back back when we're rocking in the free world. Right. We'll fucking toss that. Here you go. And immediately became like scarcity. Because I remember there was a thing where like a lot of doctors kind of knew this information before and they would buy up all those N95s. Yeah. Supposedly. Everyone, every facility. Fucking get anything. Every facility was out for their own, dude. It was like. A dog eat dog, man. Yeah. I got to take care of my kids. Sorry. Nurses that are helping me out. 
not yeah. even like that. It's for facilities hanging, uh, buying for their facility. Like, right. if we want to treat COVID, we want to, you know, do our due diligence and have our employees safe. So it was like mass quantities being bought, and you know how that goes. Like, yeah, we see it nowadays. You see if any kind of scarcity of anything, everyone fucking oh, they freak out. Goes crazy these days. I remember I had to give him toilet paper, dog. Bro, like, toilet paper. A coworker gave me toilet paper because I needed toilet paper, and I had to give him a roll. Like right. that's how hard it was to get fucking toilet paper. No, dog. I mean, I had, like, a few I, had, I had a few left, and then this guy's like, "Yeah, I have some extra ones." Like, right, cool. And then later on, I think Chris was able to buy some. Yeah, see, yeah, I remember. And then later on, wow, it opened bro. up. Like, like my coworker gave me three rolls <laughs> of toilet paper. I'm like, "Thank you." I got two kids bro. at home. Right? <laughs> Dude, I remember. I think you punched the kid for a roll. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Gang, homie. That's what I told him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fuck, that's fucking awesome, man. You have some fascinating stories, dude. Julian. Yeah, you know, even eggs, like nowadays, like. Oh, yeah, you got Bro, people farms. like at that place you go to. Oh, dude, that shit popping now. It's Bro, it's popping now. I had to wait in line for an hour. Yeah, because eggs are so expensive, right? It's wild. It's like an experiment we're doing right now. I would say so. It's like, that's I wish they would tell us, like. Hey, we're getting low on light bulbs. Think about it, right? Imagine they say right. that. All of a sudden, light bulbs are gone. You see people... It's like, weird all of a sudden, right? street lights. They got ladders coming up. Dude, all of a sudden, all these chickens jacket. got influenza. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's why. So, like, it's really that bad out there with eggs. I mean, I've yeah. like, grocery shopping yeah, in a minute, bro. so... It's I've bad. never been that big on eggs, though. Oh, okay. I think, like, even my household, we don't... We go buy eighteen pack and it'll last like a week or. I don't know, but that's kind of hypocritical with a fucking cock in your forearm. <laughs> hey, Julian, how you my home? the eggs. <laughs> hey, Julian, what was your? Are you really a rooster? <laughs> hey, Julian, what was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite Halloween costume that we did, bro? Shit, you know the best one ever, bro. The goat legend. Dead presidents, dude. Or the kiss. Nah, dead presidents. Dead presidents. Do you remember Maybe joggers? Jogger was probably low key the best one. You guys did some joggers. Hold on, hold on. The gay, gay joggers. The gay joggers. Did you got that idea? That we were high school year. I remember your jolly as fuck ever just because you got that idea from Roger Whip though, right? He probably did do that because he did that with the hitman. But I remember this motherfucker would be like, before you get to every class. Do a figure, right? And do this. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, you're so genius. I'm bro, you know I don't to sell anything, dude. You just sold that, that shit, shit was so cool. You guys had some best dope outfits. Yeah, but the Death Presidents was sick as well. And then they did Mario Brothers one year? No, we did Kiss. I was, I was uh, Jim Simmons. And he but you dressed like Star Mario one I was the right? cat. You're the cat. I was yeah, the cat. That was a lit ass one. Who did the makeup? My dad did my makeup. Oh, I, shit. I think Jamie or someone did and then we went to a... Dude, remember we almost died? That day? Yeah. At remember, party? Yeah, I remember driving up the hill, and I, and there's all of a sudden this crazy traffic that just stops. I remember And I that. break, and some car right behind me just fucking... You, see, through, you see it through the fucking mirror. I see through a mirror. That you see, you know, when you break car, you look behind you like... Yeah, you're like, like, oh shit, I'm gonna get hit. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna yeah. hit. <laughs> and this one... Yo, I'm seatbelt, yo. Bro, this dude was just hollering at me, and he just avoided me. Went around me, went in front of me, did like a U-turn and smacked the car in front of me. You remember that? I don't remember yeah. that. I remember, I remember being in the back seat with Vidal and being like, man, what It wasn't Vidal. It was Jamie's uh, co-worker. You remember that girl with the bald head? I don't think I rolled with you on the way there. I was no? in another car. Oh, so you uh, were in another car. I was in another bed. car. We met up there then. We met up there. No, I remember Vidal was kissed too. Good and thing. I think I drove up later. Yeah. Good thing you didn't fucking co-sign my story. I remember that. 
Good thing I didn't even. I think I remember that girl though, because Stephen used to talk to her, the the blonde girl. Yeah, she had a shaved head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball head. I forgot about her. Yeah. Ball head. Man, that's fucking crazy. The good thing you fucking hit the brakes early, man. Yeah, I know. And he's like, oh shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm ready for another class. Oh, absolutely. You ready for another one? Hell yeah. You want one? Do a little one, man. I'll do a little one. This, Y'all uh, tomorrow or what? This, uh, yes, sir. Oh, hell yeah. Like Bro, you I was going through it this week, man. My day starts at 6. Yeah? I bet. Let's get it. No, no. Um, I think this past two days. I worked this but past no two commute, days. No commute, man. I just right. log in that when I get that. up. No, you know traffic? I work from home, man. So you just fucking there's no There's no sight, man. I fucking How miss it. How do you like that? I fucking miss it, bro. He starts at 6. You miss it? Yeah, dude. I fucking... Because it's kind of like... You kind of get... Not stir crazy, but you get like... Dude, like... Where were you at? You're all four. fucking day, Brea. Brea? Yeah, I was in Brea, man. It was fucking... Uh, and it's cool, man. Just conversing with people. Talking to everyone. You know, you chat it up. You meet people, whatever. And you see fa- faces. You just, here, man, I'm just fucking here. All day, dude. Do you do Zoom meetings at all? Uh, what? Well, I started in a new position. So I haven't done a Zoom meeting yet. It's just been... Because I'm no longer a manager. So no one knows who you are. You're just fucking ghosting through the B of A? I have a fucking picture like on my Skype or whatever. So it's like... Uh, because I finally let, I left the, the manager position, man. Because I got... After a while, man, with... I had like 20 reports. You know, 20 direct reports. What kind of reports on what? No, I mean like... I guess that's like, the, term, me the, that's the terminology. At the direct reports. I had 20 people reporting to me. Give me a lowdown, bro. What kind of Illuminati shit you do? For hype, man. So it's fucking, it got, a, it got after a while, man, after, because I was there in that position a little bit over three years. And it's like, you, you just get, it wears you down, man. People complaining about certain shit, you know, like. Is it more dealing with staff is what is hard for you? That's or? a little more, like, draining. Yeah. Although it's the benefit, too, because I like conversing with people. Yeah. I like trying to um, kind of uh, build a career, etc. Was it easier doing that from home or in the office? In the office, man. Really? I prefer it in the office because, okay, if, if you look at it from like a, whatever, like a, hundred, a thousand foot view or whatever, being here, being at home, what makes it easy is like, oh, fuck, whatever, I could just be what, dressed, whatever. Yeah. You know, but that does something also to your psyche, too. Bro, it's like you, me or whatever dealt with probably. Like, yeah, dude, mm-hmm. it does something to your psyche because like when you, have to, when you go to the office, you get up, you're all clean. Yeah, even though you have always wear a suit or at least like slacks and a dress shirt. That's good, man. And then you go, you kind of feel good. You talk to people. You're Mm -hmm. like, hey, how are you guys doing? And then you you know that we're social creatures, man. So it does something to your soul. And here, man, first of all, you're Gary V, man. I'm like, hey, man. What's up, man? But like here, man, it's like when I first started here during the pandemic, first, it was like, well, fresh. We got to figure this out because it was just a head. <laughs> how to fucking work from home. Did you even work I didn't know how to plug in my computer. Like <laughs> and I was yeah, like, what do you mean? I just don't know where to plug. You I see the plug? Yeah. We got paid like the first two weeks to not work. To do nothing. Yeah, dude. Because we were trying to figure it out. A lot of people couldn't figure it out. And, yeah. you know, and I would have a lot of older people that are just like more like. What would you I don't want to say Luddites. Luddites. like Luddites. You know, they're what just, does that mean? Lack of well, it's exaggeration. It's fear of technology, but it just means they're not good at technology. Right? Yeah. Like they couldn't. Um, they're but, probably low-key are fearful. They're like looking at. Yeah. They're like, like control. Oh. They're like trying it. They're like, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> People's <laughs> court. People's court. Judge Judy. But <laughs> 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 <Seriously>, skip. Skip. <laughs> but no, that's yeah. not, you know. But you know, I would just like blast my music and do work because I would rarely be on calls. You know, just managing that. But then now, then they sent us back because you know I got. The shots and everything, but then nobody wanted to go back. No, did you go back? I went back. Yeah. With who? Uh, with a few other people. With everyone. No way. How shots. weird was it? 
dude, I was hoping I was going back to normal. Cool, back to work, blah, 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 back to normal. Dude, there was like 10% of the building. 10% of the building was there. Did dude. it feel weird? Like just... Yeah, it was empty. Yeah, because it was like, there's fucking nobody You're here. You're like, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah and then yeah. they're like, hey, man, if all your work can be done at home, go back to home. So we went back home. Yeah, no, I want to socialize. I'm like, what's socialize with the wall? Are we trying to save rent? Right? So I fucking... Went back home, and then I've been here ever since, dude. Did they more force you to go back, or did they give you the option? Like, well, now we're forced because Amazon bought the building. We no. sold that, bitch. Yeah. So no we no way. longer have a Brea site, man. We don't even have a site. Dude, fucking Amazon. I, and there's no talks, bro. Well, there's no talks of sites. Over 300 so lines of businesses. We're going to be virtual. We're going to be virtual for life, I feel. Is this for, you feel like every bank is like this right now? I feel like they might be going into that Do transition. Do you think like, Wells Fargo has businesses? or like? Oh, yeah, a lot of them. My brother works there, and he... He has a lot of associates that work for me. Dude, Chris was a pimp uh, at that Wells Fargo downtown LA office. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Right, bro, one time we went to some party for your birthday, and he just ran into people left and right that he knew. He's like, hey, Tony, you still in sell the party, you piece of shit. <laughs> Come on, just won't fucking walk around like a New Yorker or something. Was dude. that when we were at the fucking... The, the standard? The standard. When I, standard, when I got drunk by fucking... That early. Remember Marcelo? Marcelo went with us? Yeah, Marcelo. Dude, me, Marcelo, and Alfred drank like three Sorog well, bottles the pre-party. before. You guys at the pre-party. We were Sorog boys. We were Sorog <laughs> boys to the fullest. So dog. you guys were at the pre-party, huh? You guys at the pre-party? because no, we were there at the hotel. Chris yeah. got you a room, right? Yeah. And we were pre-gaming. Me and Alfred killed three bottles before we went out. No. I swear three bottles? Three bottles of Can Ciroc. you do that right now? Probably not, bro. No. I drank like four wines on Sunday, and I was like on my deathbed, bro. Dang. Well, you didn't drink, drink wine to... Well, because uh, peach, Ciroc, and Sprite, I could drink that all day. To ease that cowboy pain? Like I use the Bills pain? Nah, nah. <laughs> I don't get no pain with L's like that no more. But bro, the issue with working for you guys, man. Yeah, they got I'm about getting out. slapped, dude. That was like Every a debacle. Bro. They just ran through us. Now you know how Saints fans feel, dude. Dude, but... Well, like, not even close, actually. But <laughs> working from home, dog, the issue yeah. is a lot of people forget to fucking unplug. And they end up letting their... Work life bleed into the real life because you forget you're at home, and you're working. So you farting and shit. You're you're all farting and shit. No. You're not respecting shit. Well, there's no more separation. There's right? no separation. There's no like I have a moment to myself. So I'm driving there. It's gonna help me out. Opposed yeah. to I'm on my break. Yeah, it's great. I get to see my kids. But sometimes my wifey would expect me to do things. Oh, I'm like, yeah. babe, I'm on break right now. Give yeah. me a second. She's like, can you wash these bottles real quick? While yeah. She's like, can you go to the grocery Zeke store real shit. quick? I'm like, hey, right. my mom, if I was on site, I wouldn't be able to do none of this shit. Right. You know that, right? You never thought about just going to Starbucks and plugging in? No, hell no. They'll be so mad at me. I'll be like, <laughs> so sorry, wife, you didn't know you. Yeah, man, because fuck I'll just know. escape, bro. Right? I'm Typical out. dad, bro. Fucking. <laughs> I'm going to work. myself in the door. And who knows? <laughs> maybe I'm just. Uh, creating other issues in my head but I think if I lived in a bigger place and I had a ladder in an office then you could kind of put it away close the door but it's fucking right here you know in my dining room <laughs> I'm like heah hey, I should probably put a curtain or whatever Yeah, but in my head I think I'm fine com- compartmentalizing it but it's still like it's odd man because it's not like cause it's not like I have all these people I pal around with or whatever so it's yeah. kind of yeah. like yeah hey, what are you guys doing or whatever you, you don't just go get food and shit like that man I remember <laughs> my brother-in-law he uh, from Jamie's side he Bought into it, and this fool freaking bought a cubicle. Like, I don't know where the hell this fool bought a cubicle, but oh, he bought a cubicle and brought to his cube? house. Why yeah, would he yeah. buy a cubicle for his house? I don't know. You, you don't he know what's going on in 2022, bro. Cubicle. You're like, 
I'm working from home, so I'm gonna be pretending like I'm at work by my like, home. You don't want to do that? How you really brainwashed? So like, <laughs> yeah, we're oh raiding the cubicle. Your place is a Bro, square. But that's how we are. We're like, yeah. yeah, we are. Right, right, right. Square we're box. Like, yeah, square, square box. Like, well, so yeah. you bought a cubicle? That's <laughs> Bro, hilarious. And I, was, I didn't know you did it until we went to his office. I'm like, Bro, you got a cubicle here? He's all. Yeah, work from home now. I'm like, doesn't mean you have to have a cubicle. Can you work from home? You know, that's so see that's that's a work made, bro. Dude, that's the wildest thing I've ever heard. That's like, wild. Well, they're like white Americans, so. <laughs> I mean, I just into white America. I mean, I still wore a suit and a tie here. Is that a problem? <laughs> <laughs> no pants, but still. Fucking, uh. But no, man. So now I just started a new position. So I'm more excited about that because now no longer having a team. I'm just going to be about like issues and. Cool. Yeah. What kind of issues? It's going to be like fucking, man, it's, it's when you start getting into different positions, you start realizing even more. Because you already know how big the company is. Yeah. Uh-huh. But when you start getting more and you like see all the fucking, the tentacles everywhere, you know. So the it's problems like, that could happen. Well, just meaning like how huge the company is, right? Yeah. And like any idea of like, oh, one day I'm going to be at this position. Like, no, there's like 40 positions ahead of you. Because <laughs> you always create one. You know what I mean? Like you create job titles. Yeah, like constantly, constantly, constantly. So it's like I am, I'm doing. I'm the director of salesman of. I got my AVP And now. because there's so many lines right. of businesses, so I'm going to be doing client and protection services, but it's like uh, fraud issues or whatever. So if someone's like, hey, there's this potential issue with this uh, with this line of business, these are your contacts, go figure it out. So then I have to go f- figure out what the issue is, talk to those contacts, and then make sure there's a plan so we can get fixed. And how much are these protocols really instilled, or do you have to make them up as you go? Someone identifies them. Someone so someone a, has a job for these kind of yeah they're like or, or there's a complaint that pops up and they're like okay let's and then you're the cleanup that. crew with it. yeah well you got to be like let's figure this plan out and you have a year to get it all because I feel like at, at my job at my hospital we have like fake protocols and there's no real book so when like someone is a, like a fake supervisor they're like oh I'm doing this today and blah blah so then the next day there's another fake supervisor because there's no like really I don't know it's kind of like loose. So when the next person comes in, they're like, oh, how come you didn't do this? And they're like, because that's just a fake rule you made up yesterday. What? <laughs> so there's like, like, there's like, like, what, like what would it be? Like, so I know accountability? Kind of, there's very low accountability of where I work, dude. Fuck. So, so it's like... Um, VA runs itself, baby. Oh, VA, I don't know how it runs, but we keep it going. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, like some people like, oh, like today as a supervisor I'm going to go check um, these scopes so we have these scopes to look down people's lungs and uh, you know stage cancers so like hey I got to check these scopes make sure they're they're up to date and they're not expired because you have to they expired every like two weeks and then you got to send it off to uh, decontamination and they clean it and they put it back okay so it's tagged so like say something like that like, oh, I'm going to go check them today. I'm going to sign this book that hasn't been signed in two weeks. But, like, I'm going to sign it today. Like this ledger. Or whatever. Yeah. Shit. But there's no, like, really, like, book, book for book answers. There's no guideline. Guide. No, it's yeah. like the infrastructure for that is kind of like. And that shit's needed, man. Yeah. So yeah. you go to the next person. They're like, oh, you know. So the procedure is actually needed for those scopes. And right. it wasn't checked. And so everyone's like, why are you checking it? And they're like, oh, there's not really a book for this. Like, blah, blah. Yeah, wow. man. That's, that's pretty cool. So that's, you that's have no yeah. book for yeah. it. That's wild. Yeah, this this job, man, like everything is everything got a procedure. Like everything's bro. got a yeah. check for a check for a check for a check. But you know, they're like, they're like yeah. why did we use the word guideline? Like, <gasps> you know, it's like shit yeah. like that. It gets yeah. like crazy. I think also because mine is a government ran, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like, get away like with it. we're like the fucking DMV of hospitals, bro. Gotcha. They so, get away with murder, bro. Yeah, he's like <laughs> fucking lack of a better term. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't know. So it's like that. So the guy who ran the apartment, he was there for 40 years. So you know how 40 yeah. years oh, shit yeah. changes, but he don't change because he's stuck in the government agency fuck. of this entity. He's all this whole Me Too movement. Me bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to retire now. Hey, Susan, go get me a coffee, you dumb skank. <laughs> he's so smoking. <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome in the war, man. Who gives a fuck? Hey, bro, we won Vietnam. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> man, but I remember. Go ahead. I was gonna just ask about fatherhood, man, because both of you have two kids, man. This guy's, are yours. This guy started the trend, bro. You're the one that you're the first one. Julian's always the first one. With everything, I bro. think maybe. Think about well, it. not with kids exactly. Probably Zach, I guess. Right? Zach. But like you. But Zach doesn't really count because he's not really our friend. From our crew. No, nah, nah, I'm just kidding. No, but nah. from our crew. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> It doesn't said, count unless we get a Macy's. He's story like an appendix, too. like <laughs> yeah, appendix A. It's a gallbladder. Huh? If you go down the family tree of friendship, he's <laughs> right there in the room. Awesome. Huh? He has four kids now, right? Bro, well, he's got a basketball. That dude's worse than Christopher Columbus, bro. <laughs> he finds any little Caribbean island and just fucking. He's like, let's make a baby. Because his daughter's older, right? Yeah, now, that's a while back. He had her, and now he's got She's three kids. Thirteen. Yeah, I think he had that that 19. kid and like for and she just grew by herself and then all of a sudden he got three babies, boom, boom, boom. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's wild, man. That's just crazy. But yeah, well, so he's only two away from them. Yeah, that yeah. could happen within a couple years. Jill's right going to try for him. one more, and I, I know you want a Bro, daughter. Bro, hell yeah, I'd love to have another kid. That's I know you awesome, want a daughter, man. right? I love. I don't care. I love to have a daughter, but I would really love to have a daughter, but. I just want another kid. I you know what I don't the want. More the merrier. You know what I don't want is my son to identify as a doctor. <laughs> no, you want a doctor? Here you go. Okay, <laughs> what you wish for, huh? <laughs> for real, real talk. How old is your oldest? He's going to be four in August. He's three right now. He, well, he's uh, 67 months old. He's three so months he's older than Ezekiel. Ezekiel. How much? Three months older than Ezekiel. Yeah, dude, you copied me. So as soon as I had my kid... Only oh, three. Like, you left it in same the, Which the line mean, after. Jane was three months pregnant when Mercy got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I think, right? Something like yeah, that. Three well, yeah, but it's three months. Damn. And yeah. then I think my daughter and your son are three months apart too. What were you and uh, your lady up to before kids? Man, we weren't really. <laughs> yeah, we weren't really up to much. We would just go out, party. What was your thing. like? Uh, what was your Monday through Friday type of deal? Monday through Friday was just regular, regular. Do you our see each other every day. Yeah, she lived with me. She actually lived oh, with me. Oh, I remember. Yeah, she moved in with we, you guys. We got together in... I met her in February. I really met her at work in February. And then I asked her out in March. And then she moved in in July. Hold on. What, what's that like again? March? So you met her? I met her in March of 2017. That's a mention shit right there, bro. If I've ever seen it. No, for real. She moved right in there, with me four months into my relationship. She's I have to go back, but if you marry me, no, I just remember like Friday nights we would just go buy hot Cheetos and nacho cheese and just watch Netflix. Netflix, like, and drill. you'd red box Netflix, and you'd drill, go red box it exactly. It'd always be because yeah, you guys went out of our parents' house and it was, you guys were just kind of living the honeymoon life, right? That's it. Where do you work? Were you already working at work now? Uh, no, not yet. No, I was at I was at Home Depot. Oh yeah, so we would carpool that. to work sometimes, or I would drop her off. You're doing that you job, you fucking hate it. Didn't you work for not Home Depot, just a company who like yeah yeah product yeah, at Home Central Depot? Garden? So it was just a and a she works for Central Garden as well, or for Home Depot? For actually? Home Depot. So she worked at a at a store that I would service. Oh okay. So she'd be one of 
She'd be the girl on the stop. I'm like, what's up, girl? Ten seconds. They always like low key hire good looking girls at Home Depot. They always do, bro. For some reason, dude, that's like their motto. They're yeah. like the cashiers always gotta be that, attractive, right? That and in and out. Yeah, in and out always. The right. hiring managers got it down always. Dude. They know. Speaking of in and out, <coughs> I saw the. I've never seen a black person work at In and Out. You have, and I and I saw one at Ontario. The one on Mountain. you took a picture. And his name was Jackie, bro. No, you took a picture. Yeah, his name was Jackie, bro. He he broke the code barrier for In and Out. Stupid Jackie Robinson. I'm fucking with y'all. I'm fucking with y'all. That's pretty good though. I like that, huh? Okay, that's funny though, man. So that's wild. Okay, so that was your guys' life, huh? Then you you guys hate you hated the job, and then not when she got pregnant. That's when you guys got to get a new spot. Yeah, so pretty much what happened is I got my my job at Bank of America, and then she got. A CNA job. She for, was already pregnant when you got your job at Bank of America. No, no, no. You already. She, no, we were. We were. You weren't even thinking about that. No, we weren't thinking about that yet. And then luckily, we both got like a promotion, like during the same I time. Feel like we weren't hanging out that much when you guys got together. Probably not. I was with her. I don't every think weekend. so. Like you guys were just doing your own thing, huh? I was with her. Every, I was actually probably building with her. Yeah. Yeah. Like this was the first time I would say like. It's like a season for like you guys building each other up, huh? Yeah, because I got off of um, Instagram. Because I remember I was on Instagram, and then when I got with her, you already know how Instagram is. Like you might have some people that you used to be with in the past, or people that you would talk. And then to you don't want to be like awkward and delete people. Exactly. You're like, fuck! I just cancel it all. Exactly. I don't create this other drama with you. We yeah, deactivated it. All this unnecessary yeah. stress. Yeah, we deactivated. And I feel like it, like low key, like takes care of your like. Like you're like, oh, I don't want to delete these people. I don't want to delete them. Exactly. You're like, you got to delete them because I said so. You're like, exactly. fuck, I was deleted it all. Exactly. So I was just like, <laughs> and, then she, and then they focus on her. She just smiles. Like, got him. I was like, <laughs> I was like this, over a thousand followers and all these great pics I have of memories and blah, blah, blah. Dude, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 I've got rid of social media. Did you pictures at all? Like, bro, I had so many something? dope pictures of everything. I, I, all my Kanye West concerts. My MySpace pictures, gone. dude, I wish I could have retrieved them. Same, bro. Well, actually, I still have my MySpace, but I... Because they got it. rid of MySpace out of nowhere, and I had all my shit there too, bro. You know what? Um, what about Photo Bucket? Photo Bucket, I would have to find it. I don't know my shit on there. No, I need to Photo Bucket was a thing back in the day. You would just upload pictures to save them. <laughs> probably we were so stupid in high school. We were so, so dumb. Bro, bro, that was like fucking, we have photo shoots for no damn reason. For real, it's 4th of July. Justin's rich ass had a fucking. Digital camera, we're like, let's go to Justin's house. He had a digital camera. Oh, yeah. And then we got on that phase where it's like, who has the coolest MySpace? And then we like ended up learning coding and shit to like low key. We were coding. And huh? We would do like the hyphen, type in center, hyphen, like that's right. how you, you build your, your profile right? like this. And then our profile would be like fantastic. You'd always yeah. update and change it. Was, was he part greater of sign, the, greater sign, blue, less sign, less sign? Was he part, was he part of PSB? Of course. Hell yeah, my boy. So you were on the you were on those tracks as well. Slap, bitch. No, I wasn't because I wasn't like uh, no, but literally he was, gifted. He was gonna fight. I was more like Suge Knight uh, yeah, of the okay. group. Okay. Because I think I connected. Um, I feel like I connected like you guys C-tab with C-Tab with Gimmick. and Gimmick. Yeah, and I was more like P Diddy. You're the guy behind the scenes. I remember one time I told John, my bro, that guy Ralph's gonna diss us. And he told me, he's like, man, you're fucking paranoid. The next day, he fucking dissed. I'm like, fucking told you, John. (laughs) Get on your ass. Get on your job. Get on your job. Come on. (laughs) Who's Ralph again? RS3. Oh, he did, huh? Yeah, that gimmick yeah. just buried him. Pepperoni dog. face ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was cool, cat. I remember. He was cool, man. That guy was gifted. 
He was gifted. He was. He could get down, man. But, dude, I remember these wild stories that we had with Julian, dog. Like, when we were barely out of high school, getting into our own, feeling confident. I remember there was a moment when we would hang out with Vinny a lot. With the, yeah. What was it, a green blazer? What did he have? Yeah, it was like a blue blazer. A blue blazer. So he wore a blue blazer? No, he, he drove a blue blazer. <laughs> <laughs> a fedora and a blue blazer. A big a ass, it was like a big That's ass. That's all I for my confidence to be boosted. A blazer. <laughs> and like an aqua blue blazer or something like that. And we would always go to Big Chris's house. Oh, man. Every time I pass that house, because we pass it a lot. In Norco? In Norco. And I always tell Jamie, I used to party there all the time. So you tell me that you every time. You still remember that <laughs> house? Bro, I know. I look at it every day. I just think about all the stories. He's still, bro. He's dope as fuck. But anyways, I remember that was his party. all the way out there? To Norco. Norco. Yeah, yeah, and it was cool because he was a year older than us. And I remember he was out of high school. And his family owned a restaurant. And he would come <laughs> with his truck. And he'd be like, yo, ditch. Did seventh period coming to my restaurant so we could eat and be like, all right, fuck it. We would do that shit like once a week, bro. We play pool, get fucking fed. Pool, get. How'd you guys connect with him? We just knew him. We knew. uh, We we went to school with his sister, Jenny, right? Jennifer, yeah. Jenny six nine. Yeah, Jenny six nine. <laughs> and and uh, but it was funny because I remember there was a one time. Did you ever see that character? No, what is that? Ah, uh, you laugh. Um, I thought it was just like a reference to the. the nah, that's that six nine. I knew, I knew that's, that's why you laughed. I was like, Nah, we never sixty nine. I was like, Damn, is she like fifty something? <laughs> <laughs> but there was no. a moment like uh, we were with Vinny, and then we're like, Let's go to Big Curse's house, and then I don't know what the fuck. We were in Pomona or whatever, and we just saw these two random girls walking. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. I remember. One of them looked like that other girl, Shorty, that was like from, I don't I forget. But anyways, I was like, man, I was like, let's fucking take him to our, to that party. Do you remember where we got him? Do I remember? Do you remember where it was? It was in Pomona. I don't know where exactly though. No, I don't think it was there, was it? I think so. We I thought it was off the of, street, bro. I thought it was on a vineyard in uh, the 60. Probably. That makes more sense. I think it was off vineyard in 60. These two random girls, like some... Short girl, just walking. brunette, just and tall ass blonde girl. They're probably like our age, probably nineteen. We're like, y'all want to go to a party? They're like, okay, and they just walk in in the, the car, and we're just fucking lapped up in the back, and they just fucking go to the party. And they're just, just going to the party. Yeah, and it was wild because I remember just some down ass girls. They're just fucking wild, man. And then because of the host, right? Up. Because of the host, right? All right, I'm like, he hooked up with that one shit. <laughs> And then me and Julian played rock, paper, scissors for the other one. I think I won. And then Julian won. And yeah. I'm like, oh. So I'm going to drive home. This dude's just macking this chick. <laughs> and her hair is just hating me in the face. Oh. <laughs> oh, drive home. And I'm like, this is the Because the wish. Yeah, you hear if I can pound his little putt in the corner. <laughs> He's off. Fucking like this. Yeah, that's hilarious, bro. Back in the day. Nowadays, you can't do that shit. I don't know, I man. Nowadays, you can't do that shit. <laughs> we were wild, though. And then even the... That's tell them about the... Tell them. Tell the, that story. Tell them the strip joint story with Marcelo. Oh, I know man. you remember we that. We were obsessed with strippers at fucking... 18. Bro, I was a dumbass. Well, strippers and, and hookah was the cool yeah, thing. Yeah, I remember... I think our first um, strip club, I think it was my 18th birthday... And went to one in the city of industry. Sin or Rhino? I forget. One of those. But I told some chick, I was like, hey, we went to a strip club for my birthday. And then it fucked up Chris's relationship yeah. with Alex. I, I was like, hey, fucking do it. 
Yeah, oh, they're they're all shit. Shit. He's just a shit. <laughs> 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 we went to a shrimp pop out fight. And this whole ruined Christian's whole day. Hey, that's shit. the best thing you did for Christian. Probably. <laughs> Christian, our boy. Yeah, yeah lover boy. Uh, yeah. That's actually Melissa's best friend. No, was it? Yeah. You're lying. I swear to God. We don't talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went to sell one in Pomona. It's called the strip joint, right? Yeah. Super ghetto fucking... Oh yeah, that's on that dark remember street. it? That's dark street. Yeah, man, this is like, like in the hood. Prison because it's all parking lot. Yeah, it's all parking lot. Like, yeah, that's a yeah. small yeah. place. It's not a building, bro. It's like of this joint, bro. Exactly. Just fucking. It's like what you were saying. I wasn't staying at a house. I was staying at. That's what it looked like. Dog. It was yeah. just like a big yeah. ass booth. And at the time, <laughs> MMA was just popping off. Everyone's walking tap out. Everyone's affliction, yep. affliction, and all that stuff. So we go to that uh, strip club. And I don't even remember the strip club, honestly. It was just like one stage. It yeah. was just like one little stage and everyone would just stare at like one stripper. <laughs> so sad how little it was. Yeah, and we're just fucking flicking pennies at them like a chicken teeth. Fucking playing quarters and shit. <laughs> no, and then we ended up leaving the fucking place. I think we got kicked out because we weren't tipping or something. Probably. I think we were, we're just like, in, we're like, we're valid customers. We're, we're just like a whack. You're just sitting there. We're just like, here to oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we walk out and who was it? It was me. I know me, you, Marcelo. It was just who a else? Just That's street. it. Yep. And then and we're in my truck, my F-150, and uh, we're walking to the truck, and then some fucking essays, some like super pelonfuls. Some fucking chalk. Like yeah. straight P-Town shit. And they're like, was it you rocking the tap out or Marcelo? It was Marcelo. Marcelo on his tap out shirt. Oh. And they're like, hey, fool, I make you tap out right now. Damn. And we're like, ha, 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 that's funny. And we're like low-key like nervous laugh. We're like, ah, <laughs> good one, <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, you would make him tap out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, He's right. a bitch anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And then we get in the truck. No, and they were driving. You were driving? Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, they're like, nah, for real, I'll make you tap out right now. And we're still walking the truck. I was like, oh, fuck, they're serious. So I think we book it to the truck. Yeah. And then we get in and I fucking just like did all this crazy maneuvers just to get out of that parking lot. Dude. Yeah. And they hop in there. Little fucking beater. little ass Honda. They're a little beater, bro. Just so they're fucking, fucking kill someone, man. Probably, bro. They're probably... Yeah. It was messed up. Messed out, dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking no tongue. No direction. <laughs> no tongue. Half bitten off and shit. Yeah, it's in, they're chasing us and like they end up catching up to us and they're on the side of us. They're like fucking... Like literally this dude got out of the window like, what's up, motherfucker? Like half his body out of the window. Imagine you been like... That's exactly what he said. Oh, I think post... Fucking, but why though? That was like, yeah, my courage is up. I'm like, I should have just ran him over. Oh, this is what, but then you're right. Man, what's that gonna fucking do? That's gonna like, ruin my life. Someone, you guys yeah. are dead. I want you to join the military, dude. Yeah, I would so just be fucking. <laughs> I wanted the nine years for fucking. But that's what did you guys have to lose him? Did I was just blown all I was blown through red lights, dude, left and right. Like, I just remember the whole time I was, I was blown saying, through red lights, busy fucking dude, intersections. They were on you guys' ass, bro. So, they were chasing us. So were, he's like worried about that. I'm riding shotgun, and then I have Marcelo in my back ear saying, "I need to call the cops." <laughs> yeah, let me call nine one. Let me call nine one. Yeah, and like I'm just like chill. I think dude, we're chill. Trying- let him focus. Yeah, chill. and then I'm like worried about these fucking children yeah, pulling up cool. on us. Yeah, the dude was like all stone faced, just like, like that motherfucker was just hauling. I'm like, go for it. was a plan in your head just to lose him, or you had a direction to go? You're like, I'm gonna go zero direction, bro. I'm just, just leave, bro. I'm gonna just head the flyway and then still get on there. Hopefully, lose him. Intuition <laughs> took us, dog. <laughs> and then you guys lost him on the freeway. I think we did. I just remember them going like this. Yeah, <laughs> like in the distance, you're like, we won. <laughs> like, Fuck you. 
Dude, I think we've all experienced that. I experienced that when I was in fucking high school too. And I was with my boy Jose Alcantar. And he was a big Morrissey head, right? Uh-huh. So he had like all these Morrissey stickers in the back of his Ford Escort. Yeah, oh, I think either we're juniors or seniors. We're in here, bro. And then some cholos just started following us. Where's this at? Fucking here in Chino. Like Chino metal, baby. I don't know, man. We're all over. But we're fucking, we had to lose them too, man. It was fucking dumb shit. I was like, they're really after us. Were you on the number streets? Probably, dude. Probably yeah. right. or whatever. The numbers? Always on. Seven I mean, bakers and shit. We're just on our way to get bakers. Like, well, that's going to have to wait. Huh, y'all got a pop a meal. Dude, I remember when I was in high school once. I was with one of my boys. I won't name him. Were your friends fighters? Uh, a few of them. Yeah, they would get down. That was the rockabilly. But that's game, the one thing right? I envy of you guys uh, that uh, that you guys have such a close knit man and always had it, you know. But I didn't. I kind of just moved around. So, but I didn't build that strong friendship with people because I jumped around from playing ball, then became like rockabilly. Then you, some, then I you moved from like what city? Longer. Yeah, but that was like like high school Pomona. But then you moved from Pomona. But I moved to Chino when I was in junior high. So, so you were established junior high? Yeah. So, so his whole high, high school That's kind of like me too. High. But I didn't establish yeah. a friendship like you guys, you know? Like, that's so kind of like me too. What you mean you got Johnny? Yeah, but it well, means like, like with a coat's knit, like yeah, from the yeah. beginning, you know, which is dope. But I remember we were, uh, me and my buddy were like, uh, I think we were going to a spot, right? And it was after school. And then for whatever reason, I think he cut someone off or they got mad. He, he used to have a, he used to drive a Sprint. Remember the Sprints? Little red car, little sprint car, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. No, and they were driving, those. and then there was a nicer car next to us, and they got pissed off. There was these two girls, and like, fuck you guys, fuck. They got pissed off at the girls. No, there they there was two girls him. next to us. They just pulled out, and started flipping us off. The like, girl got mad at you. Yeah, and we're like, what the fuck? No that way. Was random. We're like, we just kind of laughed. How they look? They're like, I don't remember. You remember? That much. And then I think I remember them from school, and they were like older. Thinking my buddy, we were like smoking cigarettes, and buddy's like, what the fuck? This is hilarious. Your high school smoking about. cigarettes. Oh, dude, yeah, dude. No. That's the rockabilly thing. I started smoking when I was 14. No. Yeah, dude. Fools have been smoking American Spirits since the 80s. So fucking, uh... You have one on you? No, I got it. Things been like three years since I stopped, man. No way. I needed to stop. That's good. So fucking, he's like uh, flipping them off or whatever. And then he's like, oh, shit. He hits the brakes. And then we just look at them and they're like, they're still talking shit. And and they fucking rear end another car because they're paying attention. No, and then me and my buddy just, just looking at each other like, ah! and then the girl gets out of the car, she's like, "Bye, baby, bye, baby." We're like, "Oh shit, get the fuck out of here!" No, you didn't. But no, no, luckily, her baby was fine, and then we bounced. We're like, "What do you what? mean, baby was fine?" She had a baby in the back seat. Yeah, she had like she was. Well, like, what the is she flipping she was people off? I don't know. Dude. You got out and looked. No, we were like, it was kind of like, they it just was like slowing down. And they were like, they, Yo, fuck your couch and your baby. We like, fuck <laughs> this, dude. And we bastard. That's fucking crazy. And I was like, dude. Were you checked on the baby? Well, yeah, they're like, they're like, no, you guys, no, did. we didn't get out. We were just like, uh-huh. oh shit, we were kind of just watching. They had the that baby. That was the like, lead Doug Nareen. They, 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 they had the baby in the car seat, like, you know, like, and all that. So I was like, oh, cool. We saw that. We're like, fuck. That poor baby. And then we're all worried because we're like, dude, she was dating some like Cholo guy. We're like, Dude, if she recognizes us, <laughs> my buddy didn't drive his car for like a, <laughs> for like a month, bro. Oh, shit. Showed up with the Cure shirt instead of Morrissey and No, shit. that was another buddy of mine, but I was like, damn. That was some fucking people did some dumb shit. But I remember me and him, dude, we, may have an exaggerate, but we picked up two Jose Cuervo bottles one, mm-hmm. one day. I thought I said hose and Cuervo. No, we fucking, oh, we fucking polished, I think like three-fourths of each bottle. Wow. <laughs> and that was a fucking crazy night, man. We fucking, we fucking, he ends up wanting to beat up the boyfriend of his mom. Oh my God. Right? And we fucking go on this walk. 
And we're like, yeah, all right, got this fucking liquid courage. And I'm just going with the flow. We fucking, we were that drunk and when we passed out a few times or whatever, we fucking get there. <laughs> and we, all of a sudden, we like jumped the fence and started banging on this door. What? Yeah, because obviously he had some issues with his family because, you know, their parents were divorced, but he didn't like her mom's boyfriend. Oh, my. You know, was he was your boy? Tra- yeah, my boy. Did you still come around? You were 16? No, I haven't talked to him in a minute. You're okay. 16? So not one of your boys no, I was 17. Team? I was a senior. Holy and shit. And we were all banging on the door. You too? Yeah, dude, because I was just... You're down. Fuck your stepdaddy, said. But then, then we hopped the fence, and then, like, we go back because they didn't open the door, and then these neighbors came out, and, like, this older guy, like, because they were some some older lady, and some older lady tried to grab my arm, and I was like, what the fuck? Because we're, no like, little way. kids. They're probably looking at us like, what the fuck? And then Mike's like, fuck you, all this other... Oh, I said his name, whatever. He's like, fuck you, all this other stuff, right? And then we fucking bounce. <laughs> and then I sobered up. Michael like, Jordan I just quick? sobered up. I sobered up. I was like, well, at least what I thought was, I was like, oh, shit. And then the cops show up because, of course, they call the cops. Yeah. They fucking, they talk to us and I just got all sober. You're 17? Like, yeah, and I just got all sober. I was like, blah, blah, blah. And he was, he wasn't... Dude, he you're got, quick to act. He got taken to the hospital. You saw them red and white. Dude, he got his red stomach, and blues. He got his stomach pumped. <laughs> alcohol. And you did the same amount, you think? Yeah, dude. Did you have to get no picked way. up? No, the cop was like, "Go ahead and walk home." No. And I was just because I was just like, "You can walk home." That yeah. was fun. You can always keep your cool home, bro. And that I walked home. I just clenched my eyes. I just went. I probably <laughs> and I just went straight to the bedroom and I passed out and I had to get up for school the next day. I felt like shit for like a week. No. Oh, you did? Yeah, dude. It was fucking awful. Oh, dude. Yeah, two Corvo bottles, dude. That's dude. That's a lot. Because like, for what I remember, so it was probably maybe half of each. You know, but I remember at the time I was like, dude, we polished those out. Yeah. Now you yeah, probably did kill a lot, dude. When no, you're young, when you're when young, you're young, you drink like, a lot. They don't hit you till later. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was stupid. You got a stomach pumped and all that shit, man. Yeah, so if you got your stomach pumped, you guys probably polished too. And then I was so just, he threw up, I'm sure, during that and continued I know to drink. All I know is that, okay, it got a little worse when we got to his pad. <laughs> I forgot about his pad. I got a real alert. We got to his pad. All the family's there because one of his relatives a cop. And she got all pissed at him. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? That's dope fuck as fuck. And she's like, okay. and she's going at him, right? And he's like, what the fuck? All this stuff. And his mom's screaming and all this other shit. And then he starts fighting with his uncle. And he clicks him, and no. he clicks him in the nose, bro. Like, slashes his nose. And, like, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's not like my family kind of shit, Because bro. they were trying to do the, the cops because she was a cop. They are trying to do him a favor because he yeah. brought us back to his pad. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, no, we gotta fucking take him, man. It was like that. But I did, they didn't take him to jail. They just called the ambulance, fucking <laughs> strapped him into the chair. Oh fucking man! Fucking, they bounced. They haven't thought about that in years. That's wild, dude. <laughs> but luckily, the cops are over years. They're like, do you low key up? drunk to try to be sober? I was like, there's a cop said, "Keep it far. You close." I was like, "I can walk home." You're out thinking of baseball the whole time. You're all go baseball. Think about baseball. That's where by Don Lugo's house, right there. Well, yeah, where our parents live. Where our parents live. I was thought, dude, if the cops pull up to our pad, I was like, oh shit. Your parents, you. Yeah, your parents oh, were my mom will have a Your mom was like freak super out. Time. I just went in. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. passed out, dude. And I was like, dude, it was. She's just very worry wardish. Yeah. So, yeah, she's super like old school, like conservative, like very not American. Where like right. that's just. I remember when I would shit, come home right. from parties in high school, but she gets over it right. My away mom too. would be up. I'd be like, Fuck, she was probably the so most worried about you because we live the most American kind of lifestyle, like. Was your mom with high school party about that? Every weekend, man. Yeah, mom my, mom, the party. my mom grew up in LA. Oh, so she His mom was part cool, of life. Man. It's part of life. Yeah, yeah so was she tough. was part of like White Fence Gang and, oh, and Southgate. Yeah. So she was 
she knew about like partying stuff and she moved from Mexicali probably like at like 10-ish. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so she came over here as a foreigner. Yeah, she came here as like, I think like sixth grade or so. First generation, me. baby. Yeah, so she knows like the struggle, but not like she was in a workforce gotcha. in, Me- in Mexico, like wow. knew that kind of stuff. But she knew like growing up in the public school system as an immigrant, which is rough right. like, within yeah, itself. Of course, you have to learn English. Yeah, yeah, you're in ESL and purpose. ESL, you're secluded. And, and the yeah, people you connect stupid. with, it's just start forming cliques. And they're the ones that kind of like yeah. studying as well. Yeah. Don't put them with the entrepreneurs. The freaking ghetto bird is flying around, man. What are they saying? Raw, we hear your story. Get out. They're all. You're drunk. We have a guy here with half a tongue. He's a He's a <laughs> Gary Vee with half a ton how that sound shit <laughs> dude with the fucking uh, but that's wild man so your mom like grew up there so she's probably like this ain't a party when you go to your parties and uh, shit this how she we went down in LA she hit him with the stand locos right? <laughs> every time dude well, dude we're two hours in man you guys wanna keep going you, you got any stories about anything that you wanna get off your chest let's keep it rolling man let's keep it rolling let's keep it rolling let's see let's see what, you, what about like your family, like with your guys' like cousins and primo, primo, and all that stuff, like would it be like hostile domestic stuff or was it kind of like relaxed, chill? I would say it's relaxed within the cousins, but the animosity would probably be with the parents. Because from what I'm realizing, the older I'm. Like parents, like your like brothers, like your parents' it. brothers? Yeah. Sisters? Yeah. It's like, like little beef. More like on your that. dad's side or your mom's side? I would say more on my dad's side. And there's more brothers and sisters there? I'll say equal amount. Like my mom's side and my dad's side got like 10. Really? So it's like 20 of them. And they're all over here or only like a couple? A majority of them in Mexico. Some are scattered in like TJ or um, Texas. Remember, the only cousins I ever met was... Uh, That's from my Rose, dad's side. Rose. What was it? Ruby. Oh, Ruby. Ruby, That's Ruby from and my her mom's sister. Side. Ruby, Myra. No, you met Denise, Jesse. Oh, at the 80s party. Chili party. Chili pepper. At the 80s party? Yeah. yeah, yeah I remember Ruby party, right? I remember Ruby and her sister. Yeah. She was like a taller, darker, had darker hair. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I just remember those those two people, but that was more from I remember when we went to and the movies together. They seemed pretty chill. And seemed we, pretty chill, we played like, Twister after. Yeah, I remember. That. That's like school. a fucking core memory right there. Oh, yeah, shit. I remember when we were growing up. <laughs> but like growing up, now I'm realizing it's like you're, my parents didn't really tell me like the drama that was going on. So it'd be like sometimes we wouldn't visit certain cousins or I wouldn't have a relationship with certain cousins. What do you think? Is it elaborate ever? Jealousy, drama, probably like a different perspective. Do you think it's like side comments they would say that they hated or was it like straight up in your face like, oh, you think you're better kind of shit? I would say that the, the thing that we dealt with was my mom dealt with my dad's mom. My dad's mom had a Duh, lot of issues. That's always hard. Yeah, she had Doesn't a lot matter. of... Like, she had, like, her first kid at 15. Uh-huh. And, and that's all she did for her whole Your mom life. had her first kid at 15? No, my grandma. My dad's mom. But that's normal. Like That's normal. At that at that time, 15 kids, or at the age of 15, but not normal, had, but... Well, I mean, it's normal at that time, but it doesn't make it less abnormal what it does to you, right? Yeah. So she had shit, issues, man. Maybe the At a, 15 years old, like, you're having kids, like, your brain's not even fully full. But it's so easy at that time, I think. Yeah. Yeah, back it's not in like day. here. Here they were like a rat race, right? I think fifteen over there is like you're almost adult, almost. 
It's weird, which yeah. is wild because it's not like physically possible, you know. No, like, in terms of like like you're just a kid. You're but a yeah, you grew up in an environment school. because obviously it's like you know you go back to the medieval days, you probably die at fourteen. It was so 15. simple. So yeah, so it's kind of like a way of like you grew up in that environment. That's all you know. But you probably right. grew, you probably grew up like in a pueblo or like you yeah. had the everything local. And it you wasn't like, like as your a psyche, freeway kind of shit. Like your fucking psyke. Like it's like because okay, like at the, this age you're gonna get pregnant. Yeah, because yeah, pregnancy gonna, does take a lot of your body. Like the environment pregnancy messes up your body. And so it wasn't even fuck that yeah, it what it was then too. Yeah. Fuck yeah, your pregnancy will fuck you up. Yeah. Hell yeah, it this, changes your body. These ladies go through it. But like my mom, she grew up in a rancho, so literally like a farm area with all her brothers and sisters. What state? Broke as fuck in Mexico in Jalostotitlan. Okay. Little Pueblo. It's probably like two, three hours from, from, from Guadalajara. Like three hours from Guadalajara. Oh, I forgot you guys are Jalisco. So like li- living that life, you know, they all had one dress that they all had to share. Uh-huh. You know, once a week, one of them would be able to go to La Plaza no and be like right. a mall where you get dogs. Yeah. Like my mom would tell me stories where they would have to hunt squirrels. <laughs> they would have to kill squirrels, bro. Sorry, that whiskey hit me. No, that's <laughs> good, man. It's scotch. But they would have to hunt squirrels to eat, bro. So, like, yeah. my mom... No, why they have to fucking... Yeah. So, like, I get why my parents eat leftovers. Yeah. Why they have leftovers. But why I does that bring beef between the swagger? Well, they so just went on the story. I'm just going on with, the, <laughs> with their story. But, like, when my mom got with my dad... My my mom's suegra would just make shit up. Because she came from that kind of rancho kind of lifestyle? Yeah, she would just... She would just wanted to... She just... I just feel like my grandma didn't fuck with her, her son. Her you dad. knew your grandma? I knew my grandma and I had a good relationship with my grandma. I thought my grandma was a beautiful person until I realized what the truth was. What about you? I knew her a little bit, but ever since I was uh, like young, maybe too young, I already kind of knew these stories, you know, as, a, as I got a little older. But it was just one of the things where you know she probably had like some mental issues where it was always like some, some you know, something where it's like hurt people, hurt people, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, so that's something that my mom would deal with, and like all my brothers, sisters. Your with. grandma's still with us? No, she passed away. But like, um, no grandparents are left. Yeah, no but grandparents are left. My grandma's still, but I think wow. your parents are a little older than my parents. Your grandma, I saw that pic that you shared with with your grandma. And all how old the, is your mom? She's like young. My mom, my mom is, I think, um, close to sixty, like sixty three ish. Not close to she's in her That's 60s. pretty young, yeah, but our parents are in 70s. Your mom's in good shape, though. She goes out a lot. She, she's not she in shape. She just good... has good genetics, I think. Okay. Because my mom does not work out. She don't eat. Like, she don't got the, the best diet. She walks. She does her thing. She don't walk or anything. I mean, she doesn't walk, but she's not like um, like a senora kind of girl who, like, gardens and right. yeah, does yeah, tedious yeah. little stuff. But she does clean and cook a lot, so that's the active yeah, lifestyles. Man. But um, I think she just has good genetics, honestly, dude. Could be, man. Yeah. Because, like, for some reason, she's, she looks good. She looks young. She grew up in the real shit over there. Yeah, so. No fucking She knows hormones. how to cook, and she's not buying fast food kind of shit. That's what's up. But, um, and then my nana, she's probably, like, in her, I don't know, probably, I think we celebrated her 80th already. So, she's got to be somewhere around there. That's badass. And for So, your, your kids, parents are, like, close to 70, so they're close to my nana's no, age. No, they're, they're in their 70s. They're my like, pops was born in 52. That's crazy. So, he's going to be 71 this year. My mom had right young. Yeah, no, but that's dope as fuck thinking about it. Like, your son has a great-grandpa. Great-grandma. Yeah. That's crazy. Right? And, like, I, did, I don't... I vaguely remember my grandpa. I, I never met my I grandma. never met my grandpa great, either. Great-grandpa. Yeah. So when I think about it, I'm like, damn, my son has his grandpa on both sides, his yeah. grandma on both sides, and he's got 
a great grandpa and a great grandma on my on mercy from mercy side. side. Yeah, I'm like that's, that's fucking beautiful, beautiful. Dog. And then speaking of beautiful, man, both of you guys have beautiful kids, man. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. You guys get the genetic lottery, dude. Absolutely, we did. We just fucking got some models coming our way, bro. Absolutely, yeah, we gotta hide them from the world though, because they yeah. exploit that shit. Oh yeah, for I sure. would never put my kids in some kind of environment where they are based off their looks. No, never. My kids are good looking, never bro. Put them in I'm like, bro, bro. I see this shit, and like, you see fuck? people get fucking work them to the bone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. I wouldn't want no Disney kids on I don't my side. Raise no Aaron Cause you know, bro. dude, Nicholas could be the next fucking Jake Paul, bro. No problem. Oh, absolutely. He's got <laughs> how's he? How's been the adapting of the being a parent, man? It's it's good. Well, you lived with Jamie for a while before, right? Yeah, we lived together for like I think before we had kids, we were together for like six years. And you guys moved around everywhere, so you guys just clicked that way, where like you're like I'm gonna have to go to to L.A. to study here. Because why did you guys go to L.A.? They lived there. She we lived in L.A. Yeah, why did you move there? I think because when I was going to first, when I first started RT school. I got your, kicked out of my first school, school RT for respiratory therapist. What the okay. field I'm in now? Before okay. I got kicked out of my first school oh, because um, we were taking quizzes, and then I took my quiz. You know, we graded it, and then um, we finished it, turned it in, and then um, we, I think we got it graded and whatnot. And he handed it back to us to look back at the question and everything. So I took a picture of it and just for study material to look back like, all right, I want to use this for material so I can understand oh. what I did. And then they took that as fucking... Plagiarism. Plagiarism or cheating or some shit. Oh, shit. I thought, what the fuck? Like, this is bullshit ass well. I'm so glad they kicked me out. I'm like, yeah, what? It turned f- out to be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, who knows? What was the name of the school? Aramount. Uh... San Joaquin Valley College. They're garbage, yeah. I'm going to sign trash, up for them too. Me. SJVC, I'm like, whatever. how the yeah. fuck do you... If I'm trying to better myself and trying to understand the right. shit you're giving me and somehow that's a down on me, I'm like, bro, you guys are whack. I was so pissed at the time. This, so this is where you went first before Platt? Like, like that's for the same thing? Yeah, same wow. thing, but I was probably two weeks in that program and I got, I got kicked out. So like, ah, you know what? We can't have you. Was it immediately or like, you're like, hey? It was probably like, uh, yeah, within that day. No, I think that day ended. I came back and they called me in the office. They're like, hey, we uh, got reports of you doing this, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what the oh, fuck? I was like, wow. and I denied it the whole time. I was like, nah, nah, I'm like, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And then um, they're like, oh, we know you did it, blah, blah. We're going to kick you out. I was like, no, I didn't. And then either way, they just fucking kick. I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah. Did I'm they show you proof? No, they didn't. They're like, we got cameras, blah, blah. I didn't fold it and I was like you know what fuck it whatever right I was like wow. if you're gonna be like this then whatever and I was just super emotional like I was like fucking so hot of course man you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah and then, then that kind of stuff when like when I get mad like ever since I was a kid I like I, I breathe really fast like I get right <laughs> oh really it's always okay. been me dude okay and I, still, I noticed my son Nicholas is the same way okay wow cause even like yesterday this whole like he didn't want to go to bed and like he was crying he was like breathing like <laughs> And I just was like, I put my, my forehead on his forehead. And I was just, I do this oh, breathing nice, techniques. Man. And then uh, within like three minutes, dude, he was just fucking out. Like, That's beautiful. I thought, dude, this is like, like crazy. I got the like, antidote for you. I never had no shit do. like this in my life. 
writing. I, like, I was just, just the guy. normal to do that. Huh? I was just the fucking kid just sent off to the room fucking. Right, and you had to fucking uh, figure it out yourself. Figure yeah. this shit out, bro. That's that's us too, man. Like, so you broke that just curse, like, bro. You know, yeah. we, we get that shit where like our parents didn't deal with that shit. Yeah. No, huh? Quit crying, do this, go to your room, what the fuck? Or the itch, and, like, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, that's how you know how to handle it. Yeah, yeah like, you're, you're just in your room just fucking so irritated, mad, and. Yeah, you think it's supposed to go You don't have no one to teach you. They just don't want to deal with this shit. Like, there's a study. There's a study that they're talking about how, like, people that talk to themselves were typically left alone in moments like that. Really? Because yeah, because that's how I was, bro. I was so Because I talk to myself sometimes, and I find myself, like, conversating. I'm like, holy shit, why am I doing that? And, like, Mercy <laughs> oh. catches me, and she's like, think about it. He's like, whenever you go through, like, a turmoil like that, you had to talk your way out of it. So you're <laughs> always having that fucking dialogue. So right. kids that are, like, left alone right. end up be doing that shit. Yeah, but that was pretty like awesome moment last night. I was like, damn, that's, that's fucking beautiful. I told Jamie about you it. You identified it real quick. Yeah, I told Jamie about it. She's like, oh, did you cry? Like that's like crazy. I'm like, no. But I thought, but I thought that was amazing. Like that was like, I was like, damn, I feel like I just unlocked the dad power. Like, that's you know, like if you're in a game, you're like, you just unlocked level two dad. That's <laughs> kind of shit. Dude. No, that's beautiful because yeah. now Nicolas knows how to like. Maybe I don't know. I haven't seen him since last night because I put that full of sleep. <laughs> he's still asleep right now. He's still asleep. <laughs> and dude, that's, that's, that's great, man. Like that, uh, his only worry is like, oh, I have to go to sleep. Bro, yeah, he hates it. You know you're a good dad, bro. That's beautiful. They got a good like, life. Yeah, you have him in that position where like that's their worry. Not hell, I'm a fool. Hell of worries. Or like what? This one knows everything these days. Like if we're just driving through the city and he knows like we're close to like in and out he be like, yep. cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Yep. That's my and son. And I'm like, now when I get cheeseburgers, bro, bro we keep going. He's, and he's, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Oh, about the Watts, because how old is he? He's four, right? He's three. He's going to be four. Oh, he's going to be four. He's just He's got three months older. on Z. Okay. Yeah, so he's just, and then it's like, um, and now I take him to get uh, ice cream at Rite Aid, that Thrifties. Yeah. Nice. So if I turn down this special street that like, the, the entrance, they get, not if I drive past it. But he just knows He don't that care. Street. He don't care if I drive past yep. it. If I go into the street, right. he knows he's like, ice cream, I want ice cream right now. That's and this is his geography and his like, like he's just uh, fucking the muscle memory of everything. Huh? Bro, like he's not like his mom. Like his mom, like <laughs> she has no clue where she's at in the now world. She grew up with Matt. She's like, where am I in? Fontana? Or like Chino. <laughs> That's she mercy, like, bro. Bro. If she was fucking, uh, she was fucking that girl from uh, like, Goodfellas, she would have died. Huh? <laughs> like, go in there, go to that room. Okay. <laughs> no, that he's absolutely right because it's funny because I noticed that with Zeke, we're fucking in and out because we would get him the in and out shake. So every time we yeah. get you know shakes, fight, he loves those. Shakes. Oh hell yeah, so dude. Or fucking target. For a while, it was always a Friday shakes, right? And he just yeah, always. And then that was Target. it. Friday shakes. Yeah, Friday shakes, and then um, Target because that's his fucking toy store. Yeah, dude. when you think <laughs> about it, like we had KB toys. Yeah, we had yeah. toys R us. So like every time Zeke sees Target, he's like, Target. Tar-. I'm like, you say Target before you say Ezekiel, man. Fuck. Advertising. <laughs> he says Target clearly. He's like, Target. I'm like, bro, you know I can't get out of my kids. I can't get and say I love you. Let's say everything in the whole world. Okay. But I swear, dude, they will not say I love you. They only say love. I heard it once. Bro, I'm like, what yeah. is... Fuck, what am I well, fucking up once already? Zeke told me once. No way. Yeah, he told me that once. That hit? It hit. But he Bro, told me I can imagine. Time, but it'll come. Will you get mad but, and you guys go like to fucking like... Like he'll repeat everything I say in the like, fucking, fucking <laughs> vocabulary, <laughs> thing, And then Disneyland Mickey Mouse, he's like, I love you, Mickey Mouse. Oh, oh you son of a bitch. You what, rat? Bro. Bro, I'll get the rat trap out, homie. <laughs> 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 
Imagine, yeah, because yeah, we're gonna take him to Disneyland on um. What day? I'm being February second. Oh, okay, I'm being. We're gonna stay at the hotel. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna take oh, a little vacation. Yeah. For Is us. it the hotel inside of Disney yeah. or? Okay, on California side. I think so. I don't know how many hotels are there. I think there's like three outside of Disney. There's a Disney Next hotel. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah we booked it. Because it's going to be Nathan's second birthday. So we're like, you know what? Because we spent a lot of money for the um, for the kids' uh, parties and all that shit. You know, Absolutely. you buy the fucking plancha and taqueros and all that. Yeah. yeah. You got the fucking yeah. chairs and... Might as well have an well, You know bro. what? Let's just you hang out with our little family and just Good, do man. our little thing. And you know, we're going to invite the grandparents for the um, for a dinner. But for the most part, you know, it's just going to be us for a weekend. Hell yeah, dude. That's beautiful. It's better building experiences instead yeah. of fucking having a party that everyone... I love the parties. Don't get me wrong. They're great. They're you can always party, shit. but the fact that it's just you four... Yeah. Doing yeah. It, man, yeah I mean, we got a whole lifetime. And you've never stayed at Disney like Hotel. I've never stayed there. Nah, I've never been at... So, well, actually, we took them to Disney one time. We took them for um, trick-or-treating. No, and but it was Disney just a Hotel, mess. right? Yeah. So you guys stay for the whole weekend, like Friday, Saturday? Or yeah, Saturday? it's his second birthday, and you know, for me, I wouldn't have chosen it because I think two. They he don't. No, they're not gonna know shit. It's more for no. Jamie and me. And more for Jamie. No, and I, no, I think Nicolas will Nicolas enjoy it. Bro. Really, I don't remember. He won't he'll fucking enjoy it. Oh, he'll See? love it. Both yeah. of them are gonna go crazy. Right, they go crazy. The stimulation. And who knows if you know how much that develops and how much that makes them better human beings like well like being joy happy, man the thing is like that joy factor yeah you don't know you think man. so well, yeah because uh, that just oh, connect, yeah. makes all yeah, these yeah. connections I mean that's just bro science so, I mean I imagine the rewiring bust of it thing. out bro bust out the lab I mean code. that's better like better to have a happy moment and enjoying like that because mm-hmm. I mean it has to do something but like how much like amazing people come out of the trenches and like out of the concrete bro like what do you where mean? they don't have memories like that and they don't have childhoods and all of a sudden they're like CEOs and business entrepreneurs and I'm sure a lot. I'm sure a lot. But also the ones that get spoiled within their childhood, I I feel that they're able to transcend that too. You think so? Yeah. I I think I need to introduce some trauma to these kids and get them in. (laughs) Get the real hungry. What Dr. Gabor Mate says. Who the fuck is Dr. Gabor Mate? You're making shit up. This is a Nazi doctor you said. Dr. Gabor Mate, man, he's Hungarian. And he's a uh, he's Hungarian. He's, you know, hung. he's a well-studied guy. <laughs> he's you know he's been in all the he's on the podcast. Sir, sir, sir. He's been on here. He's been on the right wish, right? <laughs> but he's a uh, he's a uh, you know he's a well-known author. But he uh, you know he's run clinics mm-hmm. for you know trouble like mostly addiction, but everything's trauma based. No way. His whole studies about like how childhood trauma just everyone that's an addict Stunts? is because of childhood trauma. Yeah, because everyone's just seeking that's that true. love. That's true. You don't. Want yeah. that He's all because the first time they do drugs, it's kind of like that hug they never had. Like it just yeah. puts you in a place, right? And then from there, it just escalates. But he talks about how all that stuff basically is that that your that your kids may experience. It's like in the motherboard. Even if you may it's not remember, even if you not may, may remember, man, it affects you because that's when your brain is just developing. So yeah. trauma, you're getting trauma or stuff like that, that were like at stress levels. While it's happening, while your brain is developing, then things develop another certain way. Yeah, know? that's true. Because I think in the military, a lot of people will come from fucking trauma style stuff. And that's where we meet all these people. Like I've been telling you stories about. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's fucking... Yeah, they man, come from man, shit like that. a thousand stories there, man. Yeah. But, but Julian, like like with the Disneyland thing, best advice I could give from like going to Disneyland a lot Disney is Dad. go after they take a nap. After? After well, we're going to be at the hotel. Nap. 
Okay. So we can do, I think we could do, hit the fucking That's spot. the plus. That's Please. the thing. Hit the nap. Nap. Break eat, time. And then go back. Hit it back. Because you don't want to overstimulate them. And then, because I remember growing up, I would feel like I need to be at Disneyland all fucking day to get my money's worth. You, you went to Disneyland as a kid? Fuck no, but I'm thinking to myself. I think someone took you, no? Then Chris or someone? They took you to meat. They took you to fucking Chuck and Cheese. I don't remember. I remember Disneyland once as a kid with my Nino. I don't remember, dude. I don't remember. I don't remember. Disneyland I remember Universal Studios. Once in high school, that one I remember. Well, yeah, I remember, yeah. Going, I remember going. I don't remember going as a kid, but I went as a kid, but I don't remember it. Really? Yeah, see, I don't. Yeah, but I remember just going in high school. But, like, what's really cool about amusement parks it's gonna teach your son structure in a sense of how the real world works do you think there's by teaching patience waiting in line oh so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna that's be very true it's gonna be very difficult at first you're gonna feel a lot of eyes on you but that's gonna help you be a better parent in how to handle those situations so how do you handle the situation where zeke doesn't want to wait in line when zeke doesn't want to wait in line i just let him have his moment uh-huh. and then i just give him a moment to unwind and then I'll go up to him and say, do you want a hug? And then once I give him a hug, I just say, hey, it will get better. So when he, he had his tantrum, did he just like throw himself on the ground yep. tantrum kind of shit? Yup. He won't it. try to just bum rush the front and just... At times. And I would have to pick him That's up. That's how Nicholas is, dude. Yeah, dude. I took him to a water park at um, Massbury Farm. Mm-hmm. And this fool didn't give... He didn't care about lines, bro. He, just, he didn't know. He's just like... Yeah, he was like, these kids are taking too long. Fucking... Like yeah, beat yeah, everyone yeah. up and hit these slides up and I would just like I'd spank him like no stop doing that and then I'd put him back in line and he just he didn't give he didn't care bro he, he wouldn't even throw tantrums he'd just be like trying to shake me off and just get to the line I was like bro I was like fuck it just he's go, like he puts blinders do what on. you want and then people could see me struggling so like you know they for me I'm like super self conscious I'm like yeah. keep it cool keep it cool these people are looking at me they're judging every pair move I do right now so I'm like damn like, why do I, like whatever I'm gonna pretend it's cool and I pretend I don't care Kind of stuff. So then he, there's like probably three people ahead of him, and he blasts past them, and then this fucking Karen grandma is like, he cut the line. Uh, I was like, mind your business. Did you say anything? Yeah. yeah. No, I was like, oh, mind your business. And she's like, that's not how it works. And then she, I can see her just fucking going to every lifeguard around the corner, just pointing at my kid. I'm like, oh man, this fucking lady. And Nicholas didn't care about it. That's just him. So. That's why I'm asking you. Like, how did you fucking? So yeah, you did that. Still, but my yeah, kid, he does. He doesn't like lay down and, and throw his tantrum. He just just, just wants to go. He won't throw a tantrum. He just wants to. How is he when you fixated just, on getting to where he wants to go? How is he when you just pick him up? He'll just oh, fight no. you. He'll yeah, nudge yeah, he'll you the whole me. fucking time. Huh? Yeah, he doesn't want to be fucking cradle or whatever. He's just crazy, dude. I'm not sure if I messed up in some kind of segment or. Whatever stage that I was supposed to teach him that shit, but I think he's always been like that though because he never um, mm-hmm. wanted to be in our arms. Even as a kid, he just wanted to just crawl around. Nathan was more of the koala kind of just hug tight and want to be in your arms. Okay. Nicholas, on the other hand, if you try to comfort him by hugging him, he wasn't having that shit. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so that'd be a good experience going to Disneyland and seeing how he does with with uh, lines and all that stuff absolutely because that's gonna that's gonna prepare him and then he's gonna see you're right what i'm learning too bro is they fucking learn from peers bro they see another kid because my son is very picky with eating yeah when he sees other kids eat and snack he's like oh i want to start doing that really so once nicolas starts grasping and see like other kids his age 
following suit like that, he's going to be like, all right, he's going to grasp it a little more. Well, that's why it's good for them to be around some little kids because that's how you develop your... your that's uh, the way to do it. That's, how, that's a big factor of your development. Because you put them in baseball. Like negotiating. Right? I put them in baseball. Learning. It was once a week for a month. So four classes. Nice. How do you do? Shitty. Okay. I think I did one class with them. And it kind of sucked because it wasn't in the park. It wasn't in the, in the diamond. It was outside in the, in the grass area. And they just had... Couple bases of tea and some equipment. Is there tea? All right. Some English and tea. Some English Crumpets and tea, eh? <laughs> nah, and then, um, but right next to it was the park, and this one loves parks. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't he didn't care about yeah. He's baseball. like, I'd rather do this. He's exactly like, what? Come on, kids, let's go hit the park it's instead. A fucking slide, Dad. Yeah. It's a fucking slide. You see that shit? <laughs> Yeah, so he didn't yeah. care. Honestly, he didn't care about it. So I think I took him to like one and a half classes. I was like, you know what? And you just stop. I just stopped. I was like, nah, screw this. So right there, bro. So just he's only going to be as patient as you're going to be am, patient. Huh? Right. So that's when you just need to tell yourself, you know what? The first time probably going to be the hardest. Yeah. The second time is probably a little easier. But the, the third time is going to get better. Yeah, I have the worst patience. Do you so really? just do that. Yeah. So that's what he's teaching you, I bro. I think for stuff like that. He's teaching you that. There's stuff I have patience for and stuff I don't have patience yeah, for. Yeah, because the schooling you've done in all the military, so I imagine like, your patience is really good. Dude. Yeah. I think dealing with child tantrums, I'm, I'm pretty bad at it. Okay. I well, just, it's new. It's new. You've been a dad for fucking three and a half, three years and three months. Three yeah. years and fucking four months. Yeah. You just learn, man. You're, you're aware of it, man. And then that's the thing you recognize it is about like, okay, how do I, is Jamie really good with that? Yeah, she's more. She's definitely is better. So it was the mom thing, right? I think so. I think so you guys uh, gotta take care of Jim. Exactly, dude. I'm no, trying to. For you, I'm the boys. It, man. <laughs> I, you know, you'll learn it, dude. It's like by just be patient with it, man. If you want to yeah, do it, I think it's, it's developed a lot more now these days. So I think um, if I try it again, it'd be a lot better. Absolutely, man. But yeah, at, the, at that age, he was like maybe uh, tur- two turning three, mm-hmm. so he was still kind of like uh, super babyish, and he was the youngest of the group. And okay. those were like more three, four. Yeah, yeah. So dude. I was just like, uh, you comprehend way more. At I started three super early, yeah. Two. Absolutely, man. And I think, uh, and then a couple other times, what happened the days of the baseball practice? There was the lavender fest. That's right. Well, the, he top, was probably all the top G's went. Yeah. So I had to skip it, bro. I just saw like top G convention. We gotta go. But, but yeah, look at like the Jerupa Valley. Go to like the. Wherever they have the thing yeah. for kids, and they have a lot of programs. I think cheap, bro. I think I told you guys in the in the group chat um, the program I want to do for him. I because I heard about it, and I think um, they said from three mm-hmm. to like seven to nine gymnastics. That's nice. Dope. Gymnastics so. only. Okay, Just to work on hand, saying that. Work on hand-eye yeah. coordination and core core okay. strength because you do you know balancing act and Good work point. with your hands and whatnot. And then from nine, seven, or from like nine to twelve, just do every sport possible. Nice, right? So baseball, basketball, football, tennis, whatever else is available for the kids. And then after twelve, choose one uh, sport and just commit to it. Okay. So I think that's what I'm gonna do. I having uh, I contacted a gymnastic place, and I think I'm gonna do it. But it's kind of expensive. But I think I gotta commit to it. And just look at your city, bro. You'll yeah. find something like that. Because yeah. I got my, my boy on swimming. It was only 30 bucks yeah. for six sessions. Literally, it was private sessions. Cause yeah. It was in the wintertime. Luckily, the water's heated. And then I got him in mini hoops for 30 bucks. Do you play sports a lot as little? As a youngin? I remember... Like, like, like young and young, like 5 to 10? 
I think like when I was like seven to ten, yeah. I remember being in, in little leagues. You too? Little basketball. I did a lot, leagues. but mostly like in the streets where we grew up in LA, so we played baseball, you know. But not basketball. The hard not baseball. Ones. Yeah, you know, tag, cops and robbers, all kinds of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I came here I did little league once and I fucking sucked. <laughs> I never then I just, how'd you how'd you do? Oh, it was fucking awful, man. Like, like, the like how old do you remember it? Oh yeah, it was How awful. Old I right? remember his yeah, cup. Was, that was shit was so kid. small. Pixie cup. No, it was a little shot glass. Huh? <laughs> that was a, like fucking. Uh, <laughs> and I was in a. I was in fifth grade. I was in fifth grade and I was new, like to Pomona, and I just wanted to learn and I'm fucking. So fifth grade, you did your first baseball. Not only one and only time. Yeah. That I did little uh, league, and I was just awful. Uh, I mean, I got some hits here and there, and I you had a cool picture. But it was just like, uh, it was just, I was weak, man. Yeah. But fucking, uh, but after that, it was and just basketball. Was your just parents let basketball. you just quit whenever? Well, when did, when did you do the whole season? I wouldn't want to beg them. I want to do Yeah, it. we would have to do and that. they did it. But other than that, I did it. They, our parents, my parents, I was always in my head, I was in my head like, we don't have money. We don't have money. We're broke. Because I was telling my friends this the other day. You're like day. empathetic, huh? Well, Very yeah, nice. but it's like, it was like more like a fear thing. Like you're in your head like, oh, we don't have money. We don't have this. So I'd always be worried about shit. Like, so I remember like, I was telling my friends this last weekend. Because both my friends that I'm real tight with, they all had cars in high school, right? And like, I, I, didn't just have a car. I didn't even have a license. I didn't have a car, school. and I was like, I was like, dude, <laughs> I, was like, dude <laughs> I remember, I was like, when I was in the DM, when I was in that driver's ed class, and the teacher specifically was like, okay, and if you guys want to get your license, give me like one fifty. I'm like, I'm out, because I automatically was like, oh, that's why I never have any yearbooks. No, I didn't. I didn't have anything because I knew my parents. I never asked. Because in my head, I was just embedded. Like, they're not going to give me a hundred bucks for this. Yeah. I, my I think it's no child shit. Because that's how I always was. I was, I was like, that's how our household was. Even though I never yeah. tried. But it was Your the household was, was in like my that? Head. I didn't go to any dances until senior year. But you have, really? Yeah, I mean, I only went a and few. I only got my freshman year yearbook because I asked. I begged for it. And then I bought my senior year yearbook because I was working. No way. Right. And, I, and then that, that time in senior year where I got jumped and I had that big ass black eye. That's where I had to start working to pay for my own cell phone. No way. Right. Yeah, dude. So all that shit is out of pay all that. So yeah, I get what you're saying, dude. Yeah, man. It's I was the only one like that in my family. And we had money, but we weren't really rich. Yeah. We just had uh, enough to get by or whatever. Right. And I always had that in my feeling, in my head. I was yeah, like, oh, you right. know what? I don't want to be the burden. and I don't want to like... Right. Uh, but all my other brothers were fucking... But when we went shoe, shoe shopping, they would do the, the top tier shoes. Like the hundred plus shoes, okay. yeah. and me, I'll be like, oh, I'll take the K Swisses, like the fifty, forty dollars shoes. Yeah, you know how there's tears, that's right? Okay, that's why we did it that way. The and all my black, kid, all my brother, my Ruben, Chris, fucking adamant. I want these. I want these. Blah blah blah. Yeah, we just do it, and your mom would just do it. They'll do it, and she probably had the money for it. She probably didn't care. She right. Yeah. But me, just in my head, I was like, oh, I don't think we we're set off like this. That's like, some shit. How it does that to your head, right? Because to this day, like I remember that vividly, like thinking that way. Yeah. I think I'm still fucking wired like that. I'm like, uh, I don't want to, even though I have the money, I'm like, uh, I just right. settle for this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's good because you find that balance as you get older, but it's like when you're young, you're mm-hmm. like, fuck, man. Because I, and I you always, know how to say it. And I think I always yeah, just like that much convinced that. myself, oh, I don't care to go to that dance. Yeah. Or I don't care to get the U. <laughs> you know, yeah, you man. tell yourself all this shit. Because Some Eeyore shit, fight, bro. So you don't really like. It's like Eeyore like, fucking. When was, oh, well. when was that? I remember, I think it was a dance. I think it was homecoming, either junior year or senior year. And we didn't go. We went to Miguel's house to go drink. Were you oh, there? Oh, yeah. That was the, the best night ever, bro. The first time we got drunk. The first time we that got drunk. That was the drunk. best fucking day ever, dude. That's like a 
core memory for me, bro. Right? And then I remember Mexican there's... Miguel or... Mexican Miguel. That house his, was the best house ever, man. His sister bought us alcohol. She bought us Smirnoffs. Yeah. And there was an empty up. pool. She was hot, huh? She's dope. She's she married was. to my cousin. She's dope. Is she? Yeah. No she way. And uh, I remember there was an empty pool, and I remember Steven started running in it, and I just remember running in it. Right yeah, after dude. After. We're so stupid. And then we, we had an empty pool? Yeah. And then we went to Danny's house after, remember? That same day? Yeah. That was that same day? Because we went back to my house. That's the house where we fucking froze to death? That was the yes. to death? So Julian had, Julian had like this famous black and white Puma jacket. Dude. Okay. And I remember... That was fucking track, We man. went to Danny's house to go turn up or do some... What did we do with tracker jackets? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the fucking UK style shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was me, you, Steven. And we just mobbed I it? think just us three. We were, Y'all want to spend the night at my house, I think. So then we went to Danny's and we're like, fuck, let's go to Danny's house. And we just started turning up again. And I remember the jacuzzi, huh? Yeah, we went in the jacuzzi, we went in the pool. Who was there? Was it just Danny or was it his brothers too? Probably Danny Billy lived? and Mikey were there. Really? Is that when Danny lived by your folks? They were all there. That's when we were, we were was... seniors in high school. Oh, this was senior in high school? Yeah. I thought they were out by then. Okay. No, we were seniors. And that backyard was pretty big, huh? That backyard was huge. It was like really long. A like... big ass fucking pool, side area with grass, and also like a patio. Who area. lives there now? They fucked that house up. Some, really? Some white trash shit. Uh, yeah. Dude, but fucking like, dude, I remember like you guys always would be at my parents' back because that'd be kind of like, and I would always show up and it was always cool. But then I'd be like, oh, fuck, everyone's here. But you guys always be chill like in the front, drinking or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd like I'd show up. This was in high would, school? We would reenact the Friday movie, just drink on no, the No, even porch. probably more like after high school. Oh, yeah, dude. Right? On your porch, they would always be sipping. Always, always be chilling there all the time. It was like, good like, There's too many kids. I'm like, that would tell him. He would say that? Yeah. No like, way. Not know that. I didn't time. know that. Why not? The way so Steve would imitate my Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was Come like 9, 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. I'm not Dude, man, I think with that, man, we should probably do a part two coming up, man. I think, I think that's a good one, huh? 35 plus is a good, good way to stop, man. Damn, we did. Hey, we break the record? Fuck it, by, by double, bro. No way. I've never hit two. Yeah, what number we is can this? get the marathon going, bro. And what number is this from the, the chat group? Oh, we didn't do a number thing. 108. Oh, we, we didn't do a number thing like I always see. Oh, 108. 108, what's what that? You, what do you what think you about when you hear 108? 108, shit, I don't know. Let me think on the fly. One plus zero is one. Plus eight is nine. Mm-hmm. There's a zero in there. Nine <laughs> zero. Every time the other nine, that's nine oh nine, bro. I have a hundred and eight heartbreaks from the Bills, man. Hell yeah. Uh, what about you? Uh hundred and eight Dalmatians? Nah, not even close, bro. Try again. Uh, Isn't there a movie called like 801 <laughs> or some shit like that? Ooh. I don't know. I don't but, know. But, but not I meant like what's the number of the of the uh the group chat click now, man? How many numbers we got? Is he the fifth? Oh, shit. So so we oh, for people who joined this? Do we count yeah. Ryan twice? No, once. He's, he's the group. So Ryan, we had... Ryan Miguel. did it twice? Ryan, yeah. He did it twice already? 44 and 88. Oh, nice. Ryan, two Miguels. Ryan, Miguel, Miguel, Christian, Danny. Christian did it? Christian did it. Nice. Julian, that's six. That's it. That's it, right? So six more to go. Six more to... Well, I mean, you and I, that's eight. It's true. Oh, that's right. I'm sure. So then five brother, more to yeah. five more to go. So we got Zach. Not be four more to go. There's twelve of us. It's fourteen. Oh, 14. 14. Oh, damn, I'm trippy. Zach. Hey, you've been pretty good with the group chat, dude. You've been pretty uh, sometimes man, I've been uh, laying off for like You've been pretty uh like uh what's it called? Um 
disciplined with like staying off of it. It's so easy for me, dude. It's like a drug. I think it's great, man. When you guys jump get in, in and do it, man. Like, dude, it's so easy for me to just suck my like life a, into it. Yeah, I go like two days off because then once I'm in it, I'm in there for like an hour straight, you know just waiting on. You, you go oh. through your own shit. Like all December, I wasn't on because I was going through some other shit, so I never jumped in. And then finally, now that I'm like, oh, I'm cool. Like I just jump in here and there because yeah. it's dope, man. When you guys, you've been in. a little more active, but I'm a little something like, oh, Ron's good. He's like disciplined. He doesn't. Interact oh, brother, with us Chris barely. He doesn't interact with us fucking heathens. No, no in the trenches. Us scumbags. I think it's fun, man. I think it's like, oh, I want to jump in there because I want to make sure I keep that report. No, nah, yeah, that's fun, man. I, and I want to make Chris, dude, I didn't know Chris was in it until like two weeks ago. Well, he got back to Oh, who the fuck's number is this? I got a phone, man. He so, got back the 3442 number, Because I love always hanging out with you guys, man. You guys always been very accepting and everything. And, and sometimes I don't make as much effort to go hang out when you guys do things, you know? Yeah, our, our group... So I want to do that, Our group's man. pretty solid, dude. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, I think yeah, it's fucking dude. great, dude. Like, we don't get together as much as we used to, but, like, we're pretty fucking solid people. We definitely... Because I think Miguel said it. Like, we do need to get together more times than just... It's hard, dude. It is hard with our lives and... It isn't hard. It's just, like, a commitment, honestly. Well, you know what's funny? Even though this wasn't a depressing moment, but on Sunday... I'm after the game, already. I saw these guys were, like... Oh, at the game, and I saw you posting, and I was like, should I go? Should I not go? And I went around, I'm going to go. I started changing before the Cowboy game started. You should have went. Before the, and then I started, like, I was like, okay, well, then I'm going to go to fucking Punch Bowl. All this far. And then I just talked myself out of it. Bro. Yo, oh, that oh, you should have I, I should have gone because after because when you first did it, not everybody was there, right? It was just like six of you guys. Everyone, yeah. And then later on, I saw the picture, and like, more people. So I was like, man, I should have gone. Who all showed up? Dude, Byron, his wifey, Alfred, Ryan, Alfred, Steven, Gill, Black Miguel. Mexico showed up? Yeah. He bring his lady or he solo? No, he went solo. Nice. Yeah. But when I saw that, I was like, oh man, they ended up showing up. I should have just gone. But whatever. You know, you convince yourself of shit. Yeah. They convince themselves to go. Yeah, you exactly. Convince yourself not to. But man, <laughs> but man, no, fuck it. I gotta make more time and I really wanna hang with you guys more, man. Absolutely. Uh, let's dude. get it, boy. Yeah, we should. I think we should do like uh I used to have stuff all the time in my house, especially the Chino house. I, I used to have more the stuff. Fucking dude. Chino house. I Is forgot. Is that what you did with Steven? Yeah. Yeah, we had the Super yeah. Bowl there. I, feel like I used to have people I wanna do that more. I wanna have I feel like we've been so distant. Like, bringing people there. over and shit. Yeah, I didn't even meant to your pad either, man. I want to check it out. It looks beautiful though, man. Yeah, yeah, that's why you gotta have you guys over and remember we like baseball games we used to have well, we yeah, man. We, we gotta have yeah. the, the dad bod, the dad bod party, bro. Like we did oh, two years ago. Same fit, man. You're still hitting it, huh? Yeah, do you see it? Good for you, man. Yeah, you got a little you squeeze, see, bro. You see them stunning shades, dog? Yeah, looking like man, 3D glasses. Homer in the gym. Nah, I got the gym pass. Okay, good, man. You just go there to the gym, handle it down. Yeah, I got the the shoes. Have you been to shoes? I have Mercy used to have it. There's I, one in Corona. It's like 20 minutes from me, and they have daycare there. Okay, oh, nice. cool. 20 bucks for two hours for both kids. That's not bad. It was, it's beautiful. Good, My days bro. off, it's a beautiful routine. It's like, I go to the gym. Good for you, bro. They can do their thing, and I just get jacked, and then fucking take them Come out. Come with your endorphins all beautiful and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Do they still have the, the shitty sauna situation? That's why I never liked the place, because it's like a sauna that's just like a box, right? With yeah. With like only two people or one person it's, to go It could probably fit four, like, getting uncomfortable. Yeah. Four getting uncomfortable after that, no way. So, But they have three of those. They have three of those, so... You know, if it's totally packed out, it'll probably be like 12 people altogether. God. But I do miss the 24 sauna. That sauna It's more bigger too, and it's more coals. This one's like infrared. Yeah. Which I, I heard is better went. for you. Yeah. But whatever. Well, that's good shit, man. For me. Keep the discipline, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good for me because it's good for my mental, dude. Because like, it's good to me. I have a routine. The kids have a routine. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being home, like I'm, I'm bad at like 
being creative at home. Like I could, for me, like if I'm with the kids, I'll be outside just doing chores. Yeah. And shit. That's when the wifey's coming in, bro. Yeah. Because Mercy's good, so like fucking creative. I'm like, how did I? Your wife is killing it, dude. That's a, she's killing it. Your wife is doing great, dude. That's a very Thanks, good man. perspective. Yeah, I, I, like, big, I like what she's doing. I think that's a big factor in how one could be better in their life because me, the thing I do backwards is like I recognize that I'm like I'll be better if I do this and I just don't do it that's the problem because sitting here at home sometimes, it's easy, like, yeah. sometimes I'm just like I just fucking watch TV I'm like what the fuck dude go work yeah. out do shit like that yeah. and you recognize it but it's like you gotta fucking do it yeah I think for me it's easy because I have like incentive base I'm like I can have a break from these kids because they're fucking drive me crazy yep. so I can just go fucking take them in there do my workout and yeah. it's just more an incentive instead of just like oh I wanna be, You're gonna better. be a better dad I wanna be a better that. person yeah. by just working out yeah. But that's just not enough for me. But nonetheless, that's good. You find things. I found something. Yeah. And I got to yeah. fucking, whatever it is, I got to make it happen, man. Or else this dude's fucking sitting at like negative 3% body fat. <laughs> oh, this guy's a fucking beast. Bro, so. I fucking ran five miles today. He's all fucking, time. he's all beat over here. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all digging balls. Or <laughs> well, you did that five miles, dude? I ran Sorry. five miles oh, today, good, bro. That good. motherfucker hurt. How'd that do? It was horrible with these bands on. Oh, you ran in bands? Bro, I got shit. Oh, you're right gonna be now. so fucked tomorrow. I'm fucked right now, bro. You're I, <laughs> I hope this scotch helps me. Bro, you're gonna have to like fucking stress. decompress. You're gonna have to like cut a slit into your shin to like break that pressure up. Dude. We'll check on those shins next week, man. We'll fuck it on that note, Jules, man. Hell thank yeah. you, bro. It's been a fucking more than a Yeah, thanks for having bro. me over, man. Love you, man. Yeah, let's do it. It's longer than Pulp Fiction, baby. That's how to do it, man. Thank you, everybody, for liking, listening, subscribing to our beautiful guest, Julian. Appreciate you. Jack is the initials. Raul, anything you want to say? Love you, Jules, man. Up, up, up. Stay up, fellas. Peace. Stay up, baby.